Welcome <laughs> to Hello Dysfunction. I was going to announce it this oh, time. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Do over. One, two, <laughs> one, two, three, go. Hello, and welcome to Hello Dysfunction with Potafria and Crystal. Crystal what? Barbie. <laughs> yeah, bitch. We're, I'm going to make you do it again. <laughs> we're going to rewind it again. <laughs> Just kidding. We're not. No, we're not. Okay. You know who we are. How and you if guys? you don't, welcome. Um, we're at episode 18. Oh my God. We're almost at 20. Exciting, right? It is. I remember doing episode one. I don't. I don't even <laughs> remember what I ate yesterday, but yeah, I'm glad you remember it. I do. Fun. I'm so nervous. Fun. Yeah, it's weird. Right? It is weird. It's gotten, it's changed a lot for me though, because now I can listen to myself. Now I have to listen to myself record. Right. Before it was so cringy, I couldn't. Yeah, the first episode you were adamant. I was like, still I don't like, do it. No, and now it helps though with like not screaming into the mic. Like and me? Shit. Yeah, like you. So, um, yeah, I still don't wear headphones. So when she starts screaming, laughing, you guys, excuse me, and like um, gets excited and gets hella loud, it's because she doesn't wear headphones. <laughs> And it's frowned upon by everybody. Mm-hmm. But we got Rob helping us with our levels and stuff. So shout we out, do. Rob. We um, have a good sound engineer who stays on top of us. Yeah, he Works fixes us when we're fucked up. Works at the grill. Works at the grill. The, the best grill. studio in the Bay Area. You guys, of course, you know where the grill is. Yes. Um, we have a lot to talk about today. Yeah, we do. Um, it's It's really... I don't want to sound like a crazy feminist, but, like, it's a lot of women's issues, I feel like, mm-hmm. this episode. A lot of, like, parent parenting-related issues yep. and a lot of just women. Women's perspective, women's issues. Right. <clears throat> but th- yeah. that's always a good time. Yeah. Um, how was your weekend? It was good. Um, so, for the first time, um, I let Naya go on an outing with friends with no adults. They all went to Six Flags. Yeah. And because I'm still a crazy paranoid mom, I sat in the parking lot for like seven hours. That is when Mark told me that. I was like, she is such a good mom. Because I would have been like, Bunny, you just ain't going. Like, <laughs> you're such a sweet mom. And I know you get that because that's totally something your grandma would have done yeah, for us. For sure. You know so she would have. So that's who I thought of when Mark told me that's where yeah. you were. Um, I had met them that morning because... Stevie had her purse in her <laughs> backpack purse in my car for like months since the summer, damn near. <laughs> I feel like I might be exaggerating. I think she got it for Christmas. Yeah, actually, she did. <laughs> I had it for hella long. And when I realized it was back there, I was like, damn, I see her like every other day. And she ain't right. never asked for it. Like, does she even know it's here? Probably not. And um, she had finally called me that morning and was like, Auntie Maria. I need my purse. Um, so you got to come right now. <laughs> yeah, so I went and met them at the gas station. He told me you were there. I was like, oh, my God. That was when I texted you. I was like, you're such a – I forget what I said. You did. You said you're mom such a sweet or, mom. Oh, my God. Yeah, because you cause are. I'm not, I wasn't quite – thank you. I love you. Um, I'm not quite ready to just let her go run off and do those things. Yeah. But I know how much it meant to her. To go, yeah. So – as long as I was, like, right there, I was okay with it. And, you know, I had a ball. I just sat there and smoked cigarettes and read and watched. And just did what you <laughs> would normally sh- do in your office. <laughs> Pretty much. 
Um, it was a mobile office. You were really there all fucking day, though. Because in I the was. evening, remember, I had got all ready and my clients fe- canceled. Mm-hmm. And I was like, can I come over? And you were not even home yet. <laughs> and it was no. dark. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I let her stay till close. At first, I was like, we have to leave by three. And then she was like, but my friends are staying till close. And I was like, all right, go ahead. Fuck Aww. it. So she had a good time. She came home and knocked out. And then uh, that's really the it. And then, you know, going to check on Carolyn and her leg. Wait, you know what? While we're on the subject of Naya, real quick, uh-huh. can you make your announcement? Oh, I'm. And I'm going to add on to that also. So, any of Naya's friends that are listening to this right now, Satnam, <clears throat> if I find out you listen to another episode and tell my child, I'm going to call your parents and tell your mothers to listen and understand you stop why listening. you cannot listen. <laughs> Because Naya came home and I said, do your friends know I do a podcast with Aunt Maria? And she goes, yeah, some of them do and some even listen. And I said, what? They can't be listening. Who listens? And she was like, well, Satinam told me you guys were talking about dildos. And I was like, oh, it's like, fuck. Thanks a lot, you little kid. M- thanks. This fucker. is not for – like my kids, I worry because um, – some of the older kids' friends follow me uh-huh. on social media and shit. So I'm like, they probably listen. I've asked Mona before, does she listen? She told me no, and I was, like, relieved. But, like, right. we talk about sex and, like, very adult things that our kids don't want to picture or think about or aren't right. are, definitely aren't middle school kid appropriate. And then we talk about issues as a mom and, you know. These and are, sometimes mention the kids. Right. And, yeah, yeah. So definitely um, don't listen if if you're one of the fucking kids that go and to school. And the friends. Like, don't do not do that because if, if I find out I'm serious, I will, I'm she telling will. your mother. She will walk up on your mom and start a whole conversation. She's not shy at all. And I'm going to tell her what you've been listening to because yes. I'm going to put the podcast on her phone. And how you were so impressed with the dildo conversation. Jesus Christ. I, I said, no, Naya, no, no. We were talking about other stuff. We weren't just talking about that. And I had to like play it off. I'm like, oh, you little fucker. But you know what? The, another funny thing, um, you guys might remember a few weeks back, I spoke about um, <laughs> the kid, uh, Jaden, mm-hmm. in, in Bunny's class that says, okay, so first of all, I got the percentage wrong. He doesn't say that he's 13% black. He says he's 5% black. And he was saying and the N-word, he right? he was saying the a N-word. Yeah, like being cool or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she had told him, you can't say that. So um, she brought him up to me the other day and um, she said, did you call some lady today? And I was like, what? And she was like, did you call some lady? And I was like, I don't know. What are you talking about? (laughs) She was like, "Um, you remember Jaden, the one that I told you about that was saying the uh, 5% or whatever? And I started laughing and I go, yeah, I actually talked about that on the podcast. And she, I said, does he still say it? And she was like, no, because this boy was going to fight him over it or oh whatever. So anyway, he don't say it anymore, which is good. Right. So um, she said that his mom, I guess <laughs> he found out that her name is Bunny. She doesn't go by Bunny um, at school, except she goes to school with a couple cousins, and they know her name is Bunny. But she goes by but her like, name, right? She, yeah, she goes by her name at school. So I guess he found out her name is Bunny, and he came and was like, your name is Bunny? And he goes, your mom went to school with my mom. My mom knows her. And she was like, oh, really? And like, I don't know. It just made me feel a little embarrassed. But he because said, he said they y'all went to Pinole valley together well yeah and, that, and i didn't go to Pinole. yeah the mom probably listens to the podcast i spent time in Pinole, but i didn't go to Pinole. so that part um 
yeah, I don't know. But I, I still don't know who the mom is. So, hey, mom, if you're right. listening, um, let me know who you are. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. But it was just funny because it was like, okay, I'd really be talking about people that, you know, you never, right. you never know. You never know. <laughs> you never yeah. know. But um, anyways, uh, my weekend, what did I do? I got a little bit of work done, which was cool. Um, I started sketching a new painting. Did you? Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna get back into that. Are you gonna hide it from Bunny so she can't go to school and sketch it? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, you guys, she she likes to mimic my artwork sometimes. It's so sweet. Um, no, she's been doing her own thing, but yeah, I started sketching a new painting. I want to get back into that. Um, I finished a book and I started a new one. That's hella good. It's called The Shack. What I think um, I might have read The Shack. Oh my god, it's so good. I'm not going to talk about it, but I think I read it. I think I might have actually. Okay. It's really fucking good. I've had it for a while. Someone gifted it to me. And um and I I just never read it. And now I got to it and I was like, "Wow, I read half of it last night." So today I, I might, love books I might like finish that. it. Yeah, I've been speed reading lately. I don't know what's going on with my brain. Meth. Um, no. <laughs> I uh I've still been taking my pills. Good. Yay. I saw my psychiatrist and the visit went well. She did not put me on a mood stabilizer. She was okay. Yep. But she Good. did prescribe me one that I could take like on an as needed basis instead mm-hmm. of every day, which I'm way more comfortable with. Right. Um, and we talked about stuff. She actually ended up changing my diagnosis. Yeah, Is you it were prognosis? Me. Diagnosis. Diagnosis. Yeah. So Basically, um, in the past, you know, I have like a list of of things I'm diagnosed with, Um, severe PTSD, severe OCD, and um, bipolar, but it was always unspecified Mm -hmm. bipolar because you know how there's like type one, type two, all that. So mine was always in my file listed as unspecified bipolar and like, um, you know, sometimes I've had depression and stuff too. But... um, after talking with her, like I mentioned before, she's like a new doctor. So she was just, you know, she really talks to me, like to get more familiar with my shit. She doesn't just like fill I refills and send me on my way. And for years, that's what doctors would just do. They mm-hmm. were they were like, okay, is it working for you? Okay, well then here's your refills. Have a good day. Fuck she off. really digs. And um I love I love yeah. Love professionals like that. Yeah. They really do That's their why due I ended diligence. Up following her to Concord, like because she's really good. I'm really comfortable with her. And so uh we were talking and um she got out like this medical journal and she was like, you know what? Uh, has anybody ever talked to you about borderline personality disorder? And I was like, No, but I'm familiar because I have a cousin that has it. And then um, we talked a little bit about that and kind of like behaviors and stuff that I witnessed with her. And she was like, well, hear me out. Um, That and bipolar disorder is almost identical. So it's really hard. It is. I looked it up when you told me. Yeah. She said it's really hard to distinguish one from the other sometimes. And my case is starting to sound a lot more like that than bipolar. So 
um, the medicine, the as-needed medicine that she prescribed me is, is going to be good for that to take when I can identify that I'm doing too much, I guess. And then the medicine that you're on now, um, is that good for yeah. both diagnosis as well? Yeah. Well, it, it's help. that is helping for the most OCD, for my right? OCD, okay. yeah. And I told her I'm feeling a lot less, like, compulsion and shit, so... Um, that's I'm, – I'm happy about that. I don't know if it's like the placebo effect and it's like in my head or what. Whatever works. But it's working, so um, I'm just going to stick to it. I just remembered I didn't take it today, but I'll take it when I get home. I'll remind um, you. Yeah, so with the new diagnosis, I'm going to look into – there's a specific kind of therapy. It's a group therapy, but it's a specific kind of like technique that is supposed to be really good for this specifically. That's so cool. yeah, so she's going to mail me a bunch of info about it and she said if I'm comfortable, um I can do it like a, a couple days a week at their You're office. You okay with doing group? Uh, yeah, I don't care. You'll as try long it as it's yeah, I'll try it. I'll try anything Good. if it'll help, you know. But um yeah, so we talked about that. Um my son had a party this weekend for his birthday that I wasn't invited to. Fucker. And I started to crash it. And I was able to to uh, contact a informant and get the address. Good girl. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? I'll let him live one time, and I ain't gonna show up. As bad as I wanted to, I didn't right. show up. But Damn. the next day, I was watching. I actually went to bed pretty early that night, and the next day, I was watching on like Instagram stories on my niece's shit. Uh-huh. I saw them like dancing and shit, and they were in the party. So it looked like they had a good time. Oh, good. Yeah. So I'm happy for them. But um, I still would have liked to be invited. <laughs> right. Whose house was that? It, they, they like rented a place. It was like what a real an party. Asshole. Yes, and charged at the door and shit. It what? was like a party party. Right. Right. And I it was, was like, like, you can't come. Yeah, they were like, and then when I first asked my secret informant, I was like, where is it? The person was like, I don't think I can give you that information. Like they were told not to. And oh I my was God. Like, Wait a minute. I said, I need to know for safety reasons. Right. But, um, yeah, she, the person ended up giving it to me. So <laughs> shout out to my person. Good. Um, <laughs> Thank you, person. Yeah. Um, but I let them live. And other than that, the weekend was pretty chill. Um, I just did some work when I was able to. Work's been kind of slow, so I need to start putting some more ads and stuff up. Mm. But, um, uh, yeah, that's about it. The government shutdown is temporarily over, which I read about, which is good, but... He can't wait to shut it down again. The bitch... Texas. Yeah, the bitch is only doing it for three weeks, and he's making sure that he tweets every day so people Such know. Such a fucker. He's saying shit like, you know, it's like an abusive relationship. Like, my girl, E, the real one, the one that I've uh, mentioned before, uh-huh. she she posted some shit on her story, and it was true. She was like, does anybody else feel like they're in an abusive relationship, but it's actually with our president? It's true. And it, it's true, because he's, like, hanging it over people's heads, and he's tweeting every day, like, you know, 20- He likes to threaten. Oh, my God. He talks big old shit. And he's just like, you guys, like 21 days goes by really fast. So you better wow. keep in mind, uh, we're still building so that the wall. last 10 years of your life. Oh, my God. Please don't I drop know. dead. I know. With all those hamburgers and shit you eat. He's you would such think a he fucking... would have died by now. Yes. His arteries got to be corroded. I hope just so. Just nastiness. I hope. Ugh, but Fucker. Yeah. So uh, I was happy to read that that was over with for now, though. I got it. 
I got nerve talking about his eating habits, and I just knifed a whole bag of banana split dip and dots. Like, yeah, but you're not eating Big Macs all day and cokes and like. And I'm he's not. Gross. Yeah, I'm not steaks with fucking over the and, whole United States either. Yeah, he's like a gross. Yeah, he's ass who Cheeto. eats fucking ketchup on a steak. <laughs> he's disgusting. Ugh. He's the devil. <laughs> That's disgusting. It is. It really it's is. So gross. They are well done. He does eat it yeah. well done with ketchup. That when I used to eat steak, that's how I would have to eat it. So I'm, I, it would have to be like leather. It would have to be like oh, a leather God. belt in my mouth. Oh, or, I'll die. Or I wouldn't fucking Ugh. eat it. I was going to say, we were going to talk uh, like a week ago, but we never got to it about the parents that like, there's a couple different kind of parents that really piss us off, but. One is the ones that enable their kids and make excuses for their shitty kids and their shitty kids' behavior. Um, That is really a problem. I've had experiences of that in my own family where, like, someone, uh, their kid was, like, stealing and shit. And they were, like, literally making excuses for them and trying to – and I'm like, are you serious? Like, do you think you're doing them a favor by not addressing this and making an excuse for them? Like, I just hate parents like that. I know a few people that um, are like that with their children. and It's like their kid can do no wrong attitude almost. Uh, n- yeah, but also um, every time their child gets in trouble and a few people I know have um, older children. You know, they're still under 18, but they're a little older. But they every time their child is in trouble, there's a reason why. Oh, like well, it's not their fault type thing. Right. And they'll be in trouble for a little bit and then, you know, they'll totally forget the punishment will be null and void. So there's no repercussions for behaviors. Mm-mm. And at that point, you're you're being a bad parent because you're not giving your child a realistic expectation of life. Right. You're setting them up for failure. Mm-hmm. And that shit is because the real world is not gonna fucking coddle your kids. The real world does not give a fuck about your child. It's very unforgiving. Very. So, by you being so forgiving, by you constantly making excuses for bad behaviors, you might as well just fucking go outside and put your kid in the fucking trash can Mm -hmm. because that's what's gonna happen, or or drive him to juvenile hall Mm -hmm. because that's what's gonna happen. There has to be. You know, consequences and repercussions for behavior. It's behaviors. like telling your kids <clears throat> that what they're doing is okay. That's exactly what I've never what been it that is. fucking parent. Like, never. I'm sorry. I love my kids to death, but I'm never going to be that kind of parent. No, no, no. The rose color, the rose colored glasses parents, those parents are scary to me. Mm-hmm. Th- those are the. Those are the kind of parents that are uh, those white kids at that Catholic school. Yes. That are making excuses for their boys. Saying the Hebrew Israelites are the reason that they were smiling in the face of the Native American drummer. Right. If you were so afraid of the five Hebrew Israelites that were there, you would have took your ass out of there. looked intimidated. Like, that was such a bunch of bullshit. Well, and there was tons of them. There was five of the Hebrew Israelites, and then there was... The one Native American drummer. If you guys are in such fear, what the fuck are you standing there for? Take your ass on. Because I know that when I'm fucking terrified, I do my best to get out of the situation, not stand there and, right. you know, instigate it. But you're you're absolutely right. Though those parents are a prime example of justifying behaviors mm-hmm. and making excuses for behaviors. 
Also, I have a problem with the parents that are like the first time moms that know think they know it all. God damn. They're mom of the year all of a sudden. They know everything. I know some of those and I'm just like, you ain't even got to the to the real shit yet. Right. Like, your you're, kid's still you're, really young. Like you're still doing diapers and bottles and, <laughs> right. and shit. Like, come on. Yeah. Stop talking to people like you have it all figured out because after fucking 13 years, I, I still have no fucking clue what I'm doing half the yeah. time. I wing it. Like, literally a wing and a prayer. <laughs> My daughter turns 20 this month. Right. Like, she's a full-on fucking adult. Right. Like, they have no... I, it's it's annoying because those kind of parents, um, they're very judgy of everyone else. That was very the other judgy. Third, that was the uh, other parent I was going to bring up is the judgy ones that critique... Well, th- those are the ones that think they know everything. Yes. I only know you think you know everything because you spend hella time talking shit about other parents <coughs> and their kids. And it's like, chill out. Like, why? I don't know. It's better things to do with your time. Well, if you feel like another parent is doing something detrimental to their child's well-being or their health or their whatever, instead of being a judgy dickhead and writing vague statuses on social media, Insults. I don't know. Yeah. How about you approach the parent and educate and, them? Right. Or, you know, let them know, like, fuck, I know parenthood is really hard, but, you know, this is what's worked for me. Or, right. you know, like establish there's a more positive approach to everything i think and when i see people no matter what the situation is that are like posting negative subliminal ass shit all day long it really says more about that person it does than it does about who they're talking about you know what i mean it does kind of in all situations like you really just look like a bitter ass and i think i used to be like that at one point like an angry miserable ass person you You know yeah and I know For a now, bit. yeah, like that it's because of how fucking uh, upset and, you know, unhappy I was inside that kind of made me act like that. So I try to be patient, too, with people like that because I consider all that. Because you know there's a reason for it. Right. But at the same time, it's like, come on. The you, first thing you got to grow out of that. <laughs> yeah. The first thing I think when I see things like that is um, low self-esteem. Or they're really unhappy with themselves or something in their life. Yeah. You know, that's the only time where you instantly look for negatives in something. And even care enough about somebody else's situation. Like, why do you give a fuck? I really honestly can say I don't care. Like, where I'm at in my life, I really – I have other shit going on. Like, I really do not fucking care what the next person is doing. I don't – and, you know – Where I'm at in my life is I just want everybody I know and love to just succeed and do well. I really honestly do. I do. And and I I love giving people compliments and I love seeing people happy. I love seeing people love themselves. Like Mm -hmm. I really – as cheesy and fucking corny as it sounds, I really do. It's just a better way to be and I think you're more – happy in your own life like it's just you don't really get anywhere just going around being a negative ass monster and I've been on that side so I know you know what I mean I've been there but like even with Bunny like I forget what she was saying the other day she was talking about somebody talking shit and I'd be having to check her like be nice like don't do that like I won't laugh she'll try to like bust a joke on somebody and be say something mean talking shit about somebody and I'll be like no don't uh uh-uh. uh we don't gonna do that la- no I'm not gonna laugh with you on that and she'll be like what you get mad at people and whatever and I'm like I don't sit up and talk you know like insults and shit don't do no. that and I, I make sure she knows that like that's not cool like I don't like that 
Yeah. And I'm not going <clears> to <throat> laugh with you about somebody and I'm not going to um, make you think that's okay because it's not. When the girls, um, you know, if they try and do that at my house, I always tell them, don't, don't, don't do what yeah, the other person's don't. doing. And I sit there with them and I go over why um, they might be behaving like that, you yeah. know. And so. You know what I forgot to tell you? Bunny told me that you told her or it was said in front of her or something that Naya is like um, a sociopath. A sociopath or a narcissist? I think it was a sociopath. Yeah, joking because around. Because she doesn't hurt. She doesn't feel anything when she hurts people's feelings. She yeah, she's and you being had a bitch. to explain to her like you cannot be like that. Yeah, no, she she was mad at me, so she was saying that you know to try and um, try and push me, try and push me right. And I said, so you're a sociopath then. If you don't have any feelings when somebody yeah. else is hurting. Yeah, yeah. Because Bunny was giving me the textbook definition. And I was like, where did you get this from? And she's like, well, Auntie Crystal, I guess the <laughs> conversation was in front of her. And I was like, what? Yeah. So, she, you know, she was, um, you know, when I get smashed, she tries to be all snappy and edgy and fucking shock yeah, value, yeah. you know. So I was basically like, okay, then you're a sociopath. You want to be a is sociopath? Is that what you want to be? Is that what you want to be? Right. Think about that. Right. So that's where that came <laughs> okay. from. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot, no, she's I not really a you. fucking sociopath. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that. No, she's not. No, she's way too emotional to be a sociopath. Right. Are you kidding? She's a cancer. Oh, God. So it's funny. Yeah. Dramatic. Yeah. The world ends a lot. <laughs> you know, whatever. Um. So with the parenting talk and whatnot, I watched a documentary and then I had you watch it. I which one? American circumcision. I was about to say American foreskin. I've been calling it American foreskin. I that's what I fucking been calling it. American circumcision. I thought you were gonna bring up that other one, and I couldn't watch that other one. It was hell of um. I can't watch sit shit anymore. I can't even what watch SVU anymore. The one about the fucking abducted in plain sight. Oh, okay. I that one is not really. It's just it's. It, that one is shocking to just hear about how fucking ridiculous. And you the gave me such a good are. summary. I was yeah, like, I don't. I gave to, you the best. You part. did. Yeah, you did. So it, it, <clears throat> I, I've seen that hella people that I follow have been posting that they watched it and their mind has been blown. And I'm like, I tell them my favorite part. Like this is my, this is the part that fucked me up. It wasn't so much the girl being kidnapped twice, three times, whatever. It was dude. This. And um, they're like, oh, yeah, I said I almost fell off the couch. So, like, like when I read oh, – I mean, when I heard that detail. But if you haven't seen it, watch it. Um, abducted in plain sight. It's it's wild. But, no, we, we were talking about American foreskin. Yes, American foreskin. <laughs> <clears throat> so this documentary, pretty self-explanatory, but – it comes from the position – these people are totally anti-circumcision. It's not – it's a very one-sided film. It, they have, like, three people on there that are for circumcision. They have a doctor. They have the other dude that goes around giving lectures. That, that That's for it? Yes. I, didn't, I don't remember that. Yeah, there's an old white man that's for oh, yeah, circumcision. Yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah. And he was, like, <clears throat> trying to debunk everything they said. Like, oh, they're crazy. <laughs> and, yeah, and I'm like, dude, you're kind of old. And then yeah, there's yeah. the other dude that goes around giving lectures on foreskin. Remember? And he starts out his very first part in the interview. He's like, I'm really uh, – it maybe comes from me being a Baptist. I'm really into science-based – he, like, kind of contradicts himself when he says that. But I think it's I a do white guy. Him. He's wearing like a tan suit. He has dark hair. It's like brown. Yeah, I think I remember him. Yeah. yeah. So 
him and then the black woman from Sierra Leone. Yeah. That so those three, but it okay. is very much um, for the most part though the anti-circumcision whole film is, is to convince you not to get your kids circumcised. Yes. And I walked away from the film like I don't fucking care. Like I'm still glad I circumcised my son and if I have <clears> five more, five more of them will be circumcised. They literally show the equi- the medical equipment they use. They did a circumcision on a baby. They just mm. blurred out the dick part, but they did the circumcision on the baby and like, you know, so you could see them cry and their reaction and all that shit. It is very sad, but you know what? You know what else is really sad is when your son is a teen- teenager and gets older and like he likes some girl or something and she she doesn't want to fucking suck on his dick house. Well, I'm sure. She doesn't want his dick in a sleeping bag when, when they're going to play with it. Here's the thing. When the dick is hard, you have no idea if it's circumcised or not. I disagree. Because sometimes I think you can. It's it's really depending on. It depends on, on how much skin you have. Yeah. yeah. But I messed with someone I that dated, wasn't circumcised. I dated someone and lived with someone that was uncircumcised. I didn't I, know until like I a didn't month know. in. Yeah. I didn't know at all until way later. And it my reason, though, was because I never saw it soft. Yeah, I didn't either. Had I saw it soft, I would have freaked out and I would have been like, you have to move out. See, I think they're ugly when they're uncircumcised, but I'm not. I don't feel like that. I feel I definitely very prefer the look of a circumcised penis, but like I said, when they're all fucking hard, you know. You can't tell me. We've had endless jokes and talks about smegma. Oh yeah, we always joke about smegma. You can't tell me that it's not a big deal to you. You're not going to put a dick house in your mouth. Like I can't picture you. I have. <laughs> a long time ago. Stop I yelling. didn't know. I didn't know though. <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, knowingly is what I'm saying. Well, no, well, never now because fucking I'm married. I, Hypothetically, I you're not I, it married. It depends on how much I like the dude. It, the, so, like I said, I like the look of a circumcised dick way better. However, I can't say that it would stop me from messing with someone if I really liked them. I can. Well, yeah, you're like super anti-sleeping bag. Mm-hmm. And Turtleneck. Steve Jobs. And I was saying if I would have had a boy back when I had Nye or Stevie, um, I probably would have had them circumcised. But now that I'm older, I don't think that I w- – I don't know if I would, honestly. Are you serious? Yeah. You're letting me down. I'm, I'm I, regretting that I even told you to watch this. Well, and I, well, after you had me watch it, I did a lot of reading, a lot of reading. And it says – so, you know, the, the tissue that connects your fingernail to your finger? Mm-hmm. That's the same type of – tissue that is connecting the foreskin to the the, the, penis. the penis. And they say that that gets pulled apart when physicians check it. Not even when they're circumcised, but when um, like let's say your kid is uncircumcised. It hurts really bad. They pull it back, right? And they, they were saying it's not necessary to pull it back to clean it or otherwise. It's not necessary I to pull it back. I think you should. And I'm like Give me a fucking break. I think you sh- definitely yeah, should fucking I do that. I have heard about dick cheese, and I'm not for it. So. Shut up. Seriously. I'll fucking throw up. Seriously. I, so, but yeah, they were saying it is painful. It's super, and the and, babies, for a, so the reason we even started doing circumcisions in the United States is to fucking prevent masturbation. They used it basically to say, this will cure master. This will stop masturbation. They were saying that 
in the film, and then I went on to read that. That's why we started. Wait, so they said if we cut the skin off, you're not going to want to jack off? Yes, that's what they were. You, that's what that they were no pushing. Sense. And then when I went on and was reading that, there's that's exactly why we started in the 17th century. There was hmm. no medical purpose behind. Um, Circumcision. And I know that aside from Jews, like we are the only country that we are. does it. The mm. only. None in Latin America, none in Europe, no. none in Asia, like nowhere. Nowhere. And so what really made me think is when they had this woman on from Sierra Leone. Um, so they, they had two women on. Both of them had, had female circumcision. Mm-hmm. One of them was traumatized and it ruined her and fucked her up and the other woman was saying that she benefited from it and she's proud of it and um it's part yeah, of her it's culture, her culture and yeah. she loves it and la 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 and the other woman was like fucking this was the most horrible and she thing did in it the world. as like a young adult i think like as a preteen or something right yeah the one that was traumatized by it was like eight or nine and then the other one was i think a few years older than that mm-hmm. and um the one that was traumatized was saying, you know, America is very anti-female circumcision. Mm-hmm. Um, there's laws. It's against the law here. Mm-hmm. So why do we take a male child and cut skin off his penis at birth with no medical reason? And I was like, damn, you're fucking right. Because if someone had a daughter and they were like, okay, here, she's fucking three days old. I, I'm ready to get her circumcised. People would be like, what the fuck? You're out of your mind, Right. And then, but we do that with little boys. Yeah. It's not our culture to do that. And for so many years, though, we've done it. So it's just like normal now. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and there was a bunch of people on that documentary who were mad because they had got their children circumcised and later found out there was no medical reason. And that they caused them to lose sensation. And and which brings me to this story. So my husband, (laughs) my husband was born in the Philippines. And he came here when he was six or seven. And his dad took him back to the Philippines when he was 10 years old. And he was circumcised. Let me tell you how shady this was. He was taken to a house. I've heard this story so many times. I don't know why. I always visualize him like in a river. With and a, they're using a rock. Because it damn near was like jungle. that. It damn near was like that. Basically, they it was a house. Hut. They were in a fucking hub with banana leaves on the roof. It was a house. They took him to the house. Mark, my husband's dad just left him there. The, he probably a, paid $5. A guy took him into a hallway, laid him on this cot in a hallway, put a towel over his face, basically chloroformed him. I'm just kidding. There was no chloroform. But put a towel on God his face. Damn, no anesthesia or anything. Put a towel on his face and did the procedure. At 10 years old. At 10 years old. Mark said it was hella fucking painful. It he sucked. wrapped it in a banana leaf and told Mario, <laughs> change the banana leaf once a day with a fresh one until you go back to America. So Mark was saying that he remembers before he was circumcised, his dick was way more sensitive. Yeah. Way more. He said, They like, were saying you lose hella sensation. I ru- oh, well. <laughs> I, oh, well. At least it doesn't look like a banana slug. Oh, well, it's not an anteater. So I put it in um, my notes. Basically, um, with circumcision, you lose 80 to 100,000 Meisner core muscles, which are your pleasure pleasure center core nerves. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. But you have like millions on there. 
So to lose that many, it's like, it's worth the sacrifice. I hate you. Do you want bad bitches or not? Shut up. Do you want your son to have bad bitches when he gets older and get endless blowjobs? Because I want my son to get that. Uh, girl, there's so many people. They're probably drunk when they're giving them anyway, so they don't know. They don't know. even know if the clothes are all the way on. <laughs> oh, right. my God. Plus the sensation. I knew a girl in high school. She stopped dating somebody because he was so sensitive that he didn't last long. Mark said. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a real thing. They were, yeah. Mark, Mark but, said. But, you know, there was one of the guys on the documentary was saying that he can have multiple Orgasms yeah. and he, he can, can and they last hell long and they, he can come what, five times back to back back what to kind back. Of girl would want that mess though. I don't know. True, like a machine gun. Like, yeah. can you relax and get me there first before you come five times? Right. <laughs> Most don't want that. Can you imagine how great that would feel though? For a guy. Oh well. Yeah, like that. Guys usually come once and they got to take this long yeah, ass break. Yeah, I mean, the guy was saying that was the, pretty the crazy. guy that had on the I love my foreskin He creeps me out. Bitch. He was obnoxious, but yeah, he was talking he was. about how he could just rub the outside of the, the sleeping fondulum. bag. Yeah, he was like, I could just touch it right here and come from it. Yeah. Just from not even wrapping my whole hand around. Or I could just use a shaft. finger or fingertip and I could just touch it right here mm-hmm. and all and I'll come, all orgasm. What? Yeah, I thought that was crazy. From rubbing on your sleeping bag. Yeah, Mark said he remembers as a little kid where he would, like, you know, pull skin back and he'd touch his head and it would be super fucking sensitive. Well, the whole thing is supposed to be. Yeah, he said it was super sensitive. And I was like, are, do you regret getting it? Or And he was like, no, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter either way. Yeah. But, he's not out here feeling like <clears throat> a victim. There were people on that documentary yeah. crying. One person Broke sued, up relationships with their parents. Talking about they wanted to sue their parents. I'm yeah. like, if you don't shut up and crazy. go get some pussy and calm down. It, it was definitely the extreme. Oh, my God. It was definitely. They were so angry and victimized and yeah. just felt horrible. And I'm like, dude, trust yeah. me. Your partner's going to appreciate it. Whoever it is. They definitely were doing the 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 most. most. Oh my god. They had their little kids out there. It's super interesting though. I mean, I um I learned stuff I didn't know. Yeah, I I, did too, I guess. I didn't know that's why we started doing circumcisions. I mean, I knew it was on some weird shit, but I it's like whatever. That's what we do, that's what I like. That's what I like, and that's all that matters. So <laughs> and that's, fuck and all that's of not you. changing ever. So no, I even told my man. I was like, he he was laughing when he found out I was watching it, and um, he was like, "What would you do if when we first started, you know, messing around, you found out that I was uncircumcised?" And I was like, "That would have been an absolute deal breaker." And he was like, "Really?" And I was like, "I'm dead ass. Like that would have been a for sure fucking deal breaker." Yeah, no, I don't feel like that bad about him. I definitely think a circumcised one looks better, but I don't. I don't, I don't. I like to suck dick way too much to even, and it's the same reason that I don't. I'm so scared about going down on a woman is because I don't know if she's cleaning her shit the same way I am, and I feel like you feel like there's too many folds to hide. Yes, there's too many little Moistures. sneaky. Yeah, I don't need those hidden surprises. Well, you could just roll it back like a condom, bitch. <laughs> you could pull his pants down. No, I'm not fucking doing that. Like. And then I got to be surprised and wonder, it's a surprise, whether or not you're clean inside there. Like, fuck that shit. That's a gamble. 
Uh, well, you know, I'm That's sure a gamble. people I'm not willing I to I would hope men all are men gross. out there. There are men in the world that think it's gay to wash their own butthole. Yeah, they're so gross. They I'm don't not need leaving an it up to men. Exactly. I'm not leaving well, it up I'm to men. I'm not dating anyone who doesn't wa- is afraid to touch their own butthole when they wash but it. But you don't know that when you first meet someone. That's what do you do? You sit down. I ask. You say that? I say, do, do you, are you scared to touch your butthole? Do you wash it with a washcloth? Do you scrub your own asshole? And do you? That's going to be first Show me how you do it. Questions. That's from now on when I meet people, that's what I say. Show me how you do it. I'm just like bent over. Because yeah, that's think about it. That's a risk. You don't know if they're going to do all that and feel comfortable. They might feel gay or whatever they say <laughs> from doing all that and then I get a surprise in my mouth because I'm in the mood. Like fuck I'm going to end this podcast. Fuck that bitch, shit. If you say yeah. you get a surprise. I don't need that. I don't a need chunk, a fucking yeah. A chunk of cheese. A smegma surprise. Can you imagine you got a me chunk rock. Could you imagine? You pull it out and smell it. It smells like feet. Could you imagine me getting violent and naked and fucking <laughs> you imagine assaulting me someone? calling you from prison? Yeah. Can you imagine me calling you collect? <laughs> talking about, can you bail me out and I got you when I get out? Can you imagine that? Because that's what will fucking happen, bitch. I'm picking up an object and I'm going to fuck someone up. Yeah, I like my freedom. I, I can't take them kind of chances. Bitch, I like I'm my a freedom mom. too much to see a sleeping bag. I'm, I'm, no, I'm just saying that the potential for me to go to jail is high on some shit like <laughs> With that. Within uncircumcised. Yes, because if there's any extra condiments inside of it, it's going to be a fucking problem. That's just, I'm sorry. That's just I my personal. Everybody you. has a preference. Hey, that's mine. Right. I'm sorry. I, I cannot. I hate it. you right now. I You're cannot. so gross. Actually, I love you. But okay. that documentary is really interesting. It is. If you're it's a good thing to watch. And have time, watch it. Yeah, it's, I know a girl that has two sons, and I told her to watch it, and I think it actually made her feel guilty, and I felt bad. I was like, that's not what I was trying to make you watch it for. It's just interesting. Like, I feel great <laughs> about me getting my son done. Don't feel bad. You did him a service. She's like, all fucking like, fuck, man. I feel. Oh, no. we didn't even say. In the documentary, there's a part where there's actual men. Oh, oh, who've, who who want to reverse it. Who've made products Listen, that help you it's called, pull your skin back. Wait a minute. What it, is it called? Foreskin re- restoration slash manual tugging. Yes, and they have These men have made, have gone into the laboratory and used fucking. In their garage. They, they literally, and have made devices that will stretch the your skin. foreskin back down so you can have a turtleneck again. Yes. So it's not over for you. If you're really going to cry about it and you're really going to end your relationship pull with your, your parents. Pull your fucking anteater back. Pull it back down. You stretch it like you stretch anything. You know, like the earlobe stretching yes do the same thing you wear 12 hours a day you guys you could put a weight on it yes yeah and they said yeah but they said it it actually and it functions the same you get your sensation back all that shit they were talking about it like it was great so you know it's like i'm making the decision for you if you are totally upset later like like you're not gonna be but if you want to get all mad then just do the manual again yeah and the devices are out there i was telling maria i watched this movie um, when my mom first started dating my stepdad, um, he's always been really big into <laughs> foreign films and, and sex. That too, bitch, but not with me, with my mom. And um, <laughs> <laughs> I just had to fucking clarify that, that had to be said. Okay, it did. <laughs> so he's always been really into foreign films. Have you ever seen his dick? 
because you've seen everyone's dick. Shut up. Like, I want to know. I'm a fucking dickologist. Remember we talked – dude, this was in episode one. Remember we talked about how Photos? my family's the worst with electronic devices. I thought your mom was spread open in it. I didn't know no. your dad – I mean, I didn't know he was. Pretty much my dad, bitch. But Wow. Okay. All right. So, so you've seen them all. I didn't I didn't see it, see it, though. Like, I've seen my dad's. It was like I turned the camera <laughs> – like I've seen my I mean, dad's up fuck, close and up personal. Close and personal. <laughs> Billy loves to have seizures with no pants on, so it's like <laughs> – I get stuck with the Why are you always aftermath. naked? Why? Why? I don't honestly, I don't chill at home naked. I like, don't either. So if I do have a seizure, it ain't gonna be like you're gonna find me like that with my pussy I'm lips. I'm really out. glad. Because I don't want to find you like you're that. You're not gonna find me like that. Good. So I, I just don't understand why. But he has people, on socks. Right. You kept your feet warm, but you got your junk out. You're Dude. just chilling at the and you got a pet, so your pet is seeing your you're dead. Dumb. I think about shit like that. He Me don't want to see that either. Me too. Oh, fuck. Put some goddamn pants fuck. on. So basically when I turned the camera on, I realized instantly that – And you saw so pubes I shut or it off. something and you were like, Yeah, it was like shit. out of my peripheral. So I didn't really get a look. I was just like, she's you done it again. It. Mom did it again. You threw it across the street. I, was, I called her immediately, bitch. was like, check this out. Um, I'm sorry. Okay, the film. Right. So it's called Europa Europa, and it's basically about these um, Jewish kids during um, the 40s, during World War II when Hitler's taking over and the Gestapo's coming in and, you know, the German army is, is looking, looking for, for Jews. Is looking for Jews. And so what they do in the movie is they check dudes' dicks. They fucking make them pull their pants down because you know, I never thought about that. Jewish That's a quick are, way to see, like, are you Jewish or not? Drop them. Right. I don't believe you. So, you know, Jewish folks are circumcised. So that's what they would do. And in the movie, the one of the two of the kids or one of the kids, he basically did his own fucking manual tugging, manual device. tugging and used a rubber band. And at one point he's in the bathroom like, fuck, I think I've had it on too long. Like it was fucking turning it was purple. purple and it was hurting. But basically they had to do that in, That's in order to sneak out. Of- but I'm pretty sure the Nazis would be like, why does the end of your dick look like a balloon? Like a tied off balloon end. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Or is they that didn't really show gonna... it in the movie, so yeah. I don't know what it looked like. But basically, like, that was their way of... Of trying to hide of the fact. Tr- yeah, of trying to hide the fact that they're Jewish. It was. It's a good movie if you ever get a chance. It has yeah. subtitles. It's really good. But that when they started showing the tugging and the, the shit, you thought it of that instantly made band me think technique. of Europa. Europa, mm-hmm. yeah. I've seen that when I was a kid. I already knew about this. You <laughs> right. guys are hella late. You guys should just be using rubber bands. <laughs> That's crazy. Give it a ponytail. <laughs> the, the TLC Tugger is actually on sale online right now. Really? See? You looked they it up? They show on the documentary, they show how to put it on. They show how to adjust it. There's a few different ones. And um, they have like a, pa- a pa- patent. Yeah. Rob said he's going to put a picture of him trying out a Tugger on, <laughs> on the Hello, Hello Dysfunction, Dysfunction Instagram. So we'll give you uh, updates on that, how that's coming along. Yeah, on the show they were like, you have to, you can wear it twelve hours a day. Yeah, yeah, they and, were. And I'm like, does not hurt? All that just because you want your skin back. Like, knock it off. Be happy. Yeah. Fuck. It's gonna be all hanging you can wrap off, your balls like yoga it. pants. It's gonna be all like hanging, you know, wide leg yoga pants. Shut up, bitch. That's what you guys are gonna get. Keep it up. Keep it up with them fucking tuggers. You're going to be tugged out by the time you're 50 years old. You're going to have a Jinko jeans dick. How about... <laughs> you are. You are. 
Did you have a pair of those? Bitch, yeah, I, I had a pair of Jinkos. I have a picture so on my Instagram of me and Isela and I have some on. God damn, bitch. Yep. I could fit like four legs in one leg. <laughs> they pair. were expensive, too. They were like $75 they a pair. They were. I only had one pair. Me, too, from merry-go-round. So, okay, about preference. Um, a listener had actually asked us, um, okay, so pubes, pube preference. A um, listener asked if. If you um, prefer tuggers. No, they didn't. Okay, so <laughs> your preference, your pube preference versus your man's pube preference. What if it's different? What if they like something different than you? Like, do you, um, are you that accommodating? I think if, if they wanted me to have like a landing strip or something, yeah. I would do it. Cause like, I'm me expecting too. you to put your face in it. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. So I wouldn't I mind um, if he wanted me to have like full a full 70s, 70s bush. bush. I don't think I could do that. I don't think so either. Um, that question made me think of though, like strip clubs have preferences kind of based on who their clientele is. Do they? And like Mitchell Brothers in the city, they cater a lot to older white men and older and so they men. they like bushes? They like bushes. Really? So a lot of the bitches that work there I will wouldn't have get paid good pubes. money. I, when like, you know, when I have lazy times and I don't shave and I let it grow, uh-huh. I don't have like this huge mammoth bush. No, yeah, mine grows really, like a really small area. Yeah, Which and like, it's very my. I don't have thick pubes. It's like I do sparse. It would be. Uh, it's like patchy, not patchy, but it's just thin. Yeah, it's not like like you chemo can still pubes. see. Yeah, you can still see skin through. You know what I mean? Yeah, girl, I ain't grown out that much since I was in jail, probably, and then I was <laughs> I was pregnant then, and I couldn't really see. You need hella to stop good. talking right now. <laughs> so I don't know what. <laughs> My hair pattern, my hair growth pattern looks like down there. Oh my god, I love you. I um, I just keep it shaved. That's the only time I remember going through hell because I could not fucking shave it because they wouldn't give me a razor when I was in jail. They wouldn't even give me a fork or a spoon because I fucking was acting crazy and they put me in a straitjacket. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, I was like going through hell because I couldn't shave my armpits and my pubes. Um, oh, my armpits, I would die. Yeah, I was pretty pissed. I but, would die. Um, yeah, but, I don't know. I think I would, though. That's my answer. If he wanted a landing strip or something, I would do it. As long, yeah, I, I But I expect would. that same consideration. Energy. Yeah, because, um, you know, we put our face in there, too. And it's right. like, we don't want to have no wild ass have to part the fucking no. bushes to get to your shit. No. Like, that's crazy. So if there was – um, yeah, that's just like a conversation you got to have with your partner. You do. I I definitely would be accommodating, though, for yeah. sure. Why not? As long as I was cool. As, like, I, the only thing I can do is I'll like – I'll diet, spell 70, your name in it. Right. I'll shave an M, whatever you yeah. want. I got you. Mm-hmm. I definitely would. But I know that there's some people that really – are stuck on a certain way or whatever, but yeah. I'm not one of those. Are you one of those? Um, clean, not bushy. <laughs> a low short. fade, like a one. Yeah. <laughs> I get like an S number curl one on put it. In. Put a guard. <laughs> what about your wife? Like, are you? Guys- oh, I thought we were talking about hers. That's what I was talking about. I mean, men probably men that eat. Do you food. manscape? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And she likes you to manscape? I was just talking about your wife. Um, yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, okay. Rob yeah. stands Men. up and is showing us his manscape, and we're like, Rob no, has Rob. his pants down right now. <laughs> no, he does not. He's like, look. But, like, 
<laughs> my, my genetics are hairy. Mine too. So I have to maintain. Yeah. And then with men that like to eat pussy, it's either shaved or like short for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like no man eats pussy and wants a push. Old like, men do. I've yeah. heard. I mean, I've heard. It's a generational dude. thing. It's because they came up in the '70s, so like they, they're used to. It's nostalgic furbies. for them, yeah. so they like to have um, a fur biscuit in their mouth, yeah, yeah. Oh, in their whole entire mouth. They like to have to go <laughs> <laughs> pull it out of. The, oh, did you tell that story before? Which one? That you had something in your teeth. I had given Mark a blowjob, and I I had a dentist appointment in like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking bullshit. This is the best story ever. And I was on my way to the dentist, and I was like, fuck. You know, you always brush your teeth and shit, so I brush my teeth and to shit. To be like, look, yes, I do brush them. <laughs> you brush them extra good. You yeah. Make sure. You take your time. I, look good I'm, a big, I, I'm a big flosser, though. I always floss. Just really? Be, yeah, because I, I don't, don't like floss the as much as I shit. should. I have floss in my bag right now I, and in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, But, you know, I brush my teeth and shit, whatever. We go and Mark manscapes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we go, or I go to the dentist, and I'm pulling in the parking lot, and I'm like, oh, it feels like something's in my teeth, and I'm like, no, it's not in my teeth, and I fucking take my tongue, and I'm like, something's like in the back, like up in like the crack like in of your my molars? gums, like you know, um, where you're in my back molars. But like up at the top, like on the side between your cheek and your teeth, you know, like where the very top gums part. are. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the very top, and I'm like something's there, and I fucking take my tongue, and I'm like I can't get it out, and I use my finger, bitch, and it's a fucking pubic hair. I pull a pubic hair <laughs> out of my mouth as I'm walking into my fucking dental office. Can you imagine? If they would have found that, I would have. You'd have. That's the greatest story ever in she life. Would have been like your dentist Crystal. would have been like Crystal. Listen, you know what? I don't know if you were having some fun earlier. You're a but, dirty bitch. Or if you just got off work. <laughs> <laughs> but you got some some little friends Dude, in here. Dude, I was so fucking thankful I found it. Oh, it would have been mortifying. That is fucking hilarious. That's like something people joke about, but it really happened to it, you. It like, really. People be like, I don't want to pull no pubes out my teeth. Like, Dude. trim that shit and here you are. Here I am pulling like, it out of my Before upper a dental appointment. Dude, it happens. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I was really thankful I just found it as I was walking in and not as I was in the chair. Fucking Hoover. It was lodged in your gums. I slucked them all out like... You're a Hoover. You're a real dick sucker if you can do that. There's a reason he wanted to marry me. (laughs) What the fuck? Fucking hair story. So there's... Okay, let's talk about this. There's been a lot of talk about New York passing the law for late-term abortion now. Yes. I'm at, not gonna lie. I was one of the ones that was very shocked and disgusted when at I first, first I read was it. Freaked out, like, I was oh like, my "What God. the fuck?" Because of course the media, you know, they play everything up. So it's like they make it sound. They literally put the word "horrifying" in the title. Well, and, and they made it seem like anybody can just walk in at eight months and be like, "Fuck this baby! I don't want it no more." Right. And you, once you read into it, it's basically at a medical professional's discretion whether well, or not. 
Yeah, it, it, it's not really so much that it's their discretion because now what they've done is before um, it, it was, was doctor. It was after 24 weeks if you if the mother's life was in danger. Now they've changed the wording. They re, they've replaced sure. life to health. Yes, and so that opened a gray area. So people that are like pro life, they're still super pissed off because always fucking pissed. You could press and and it could be hold on. It says broadly interpreted by courts to include age, economic, social, and emotional factors rather than the biological definition of quote-unquote health that normally comes to mind. So, um, you know, and also it's not only to be performed by physicians, now medical professionals, nurse practitioners, whoever. Midwives. They can, yeah, midwives. They can all perform it also. Mm-hmm. But you got to think about it logically. No woman is going to carry a baby until eight and a half months and then get in a fight with her dude. I would hope like, not. I don't want this motherfucker anymore. Yeah, Rip I would really, off. really hope not. You know, that. I mean. I will say this. I do know women personally that have been lazy, maybe not so much in a rush to handle it. And one specifically was going to fly to like Atlanta so that she can get one at like seven months. Well, that's gross. And I was super fu- – she ended up not doing it Good. but um, at the last minute, but she almost did. And so there are people – there are going to be some cases. In, but- the, in the law wording, um, it, it it's, it's up to whoever's performing the abortion mm-hmm. whether or not they can get it. And it's supposed to be, you know, based on um, – Whereas before, the mother's life would have to be in danger or the baby would have to have her – the baby's life would have to be in danger. Right. But now – so I had preeclampsia really bad with both pregnancies. And with Naya, after I had her, I went home and had to go back into the hospital for another five days. With Stevie, I almost bled to death during delivery. I had really bad um, – fucking I almost died both times. But yeah. so for people like that, say – their preeclampsia is out of fucking control. Um, their blood pressure is so high they're risking stroke. Now that's a factor right. that possibly. But my thing is if the fetus is viable, because at that point it can survive outside the womb, why kill it? You have to deliver it anyway. You have to get it out of you anyway, right? So why kill it? Like that's my thing. Well, mo- mo- usually if the mother's life is in danger, it's because something is wrong with the baby. That's usually what's going on. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I was really freaked out by it, but I read more for days. I was reading shit and, um, I found out eight other States already had this law. New York is their rate of abortion is like the highest in the country. And I didn't know that, but they're considered like the, um, capital, the abortion capital of the United States. For one, for every, um, for every 1000 live births, there was like 267 abortions. It's high. Yeah, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. So um, I guess that's why it made such big news. But, um, you know, I know Oregon, D.C., Arizona, New Mexico, and I don't remember the other ones, but those, they've already had this law. So it's like... The, you know, women could fly to those states and do it if they yeah. really wanted to do it. I don't think it's something people are going to rush out to do. You know what I mean? No, I don't think they're going to The be headline like, yeah. is misleading, and it had me Very freaking much the fuck so. out. And yeah. mo- most of the time when someone has an abortion, they want to get it done as soon as they find out they're pregnant. Right. It's not right. something you wait on unless... Well, yeah, because it's harder on you. You on your don't body have money, you or you're yeah. you're trying to get approved for emergency medical to get an abortion. You know, those are really the only times where... 
there'd be a delay. Yeah, because any woman, most any woman who has had had an abortion can tell you they wanted it done as soon as fucking possible. Right. They just wanted to not be pregnant right. anymore. And I was reading... Because the farther along, the, the harder it is on your body, yeah. too. Like, Fuck you're going to yeah. have worse symptoms. You're well, gonna have and then worse the abortion changes the way that they do it. <clears throat> exactly. It, instead of a one-day procedure, it becomes a two-day procedure, mm-hmm. you know? So... And it's fucking gnarly. Yeah. What they have to do to the baby. Yeah. Um, <gasps> oh, shit! Bitch! It's a ghost! God damn, my asshole just fell out. Fuck... Everybody. So there's a ghost in here that wants Crystal to shut the fuck up. Talking about, (laughs) stop talking about killing babies. One of the decorative decorative tiles that we have on the wall here just fell off and almost hit Crystal. Fuck, bitch. That scared the shit out of me. Rob set that up before we came. He was like, watch this. He was like, that's why the backdrop is different. That's why I changed it, guys. What the so I when I was reading about the um the law there was an obstetrician and she was talking and she said that out of every single late term abortion she's done past 24 weeks only one of them was done and there was nothing wrong with the mother or baby and the only reason that one was done was because she was raped by her brother and was carrying her brother's baby and they were waiting on a fucking court order she couldn't just go fucking get the abortion or she was going to get in trouble if she yes. did it yes so she had to fucking wait that's really fucked up that's disgusting that just makes the process so much harder like fuck dude motherfucker um i read it they, what did they do they they made it so it's not a felony right It's no longer criminal. It's no longer criminal, right? Okay, so that is good in a lot of ways because, you know, people practicing this in some states would risk being charged. Yes. With a felony and everything and having to do, like, prison time. Now that's eliminated there. But what also happened with that is, um, like, in DV cases, if, if like... Or um, if someone shoots a pregnant woman. Yeah, they're not going to be charged for that murder It anymore. won't be a double murder. Mm-mm. It'll be, you know, the one murder and then they'll Which find other up. stuff. But they were saying, like, in cases like that, there's a million other charges right. that we can get them on. Right, and on it, honestly, I would rather have it how it is now than... yeah. You know. I had to do a lot of reading to like really be okay so with I. it because the media is fucking. They crazy made me think. And they, fucking, they were like, "Come get your." They baby put killed. pictures of babies. They <clears throat> used the word horrifying. They used I'm, cruel. Like in the headlines, like it was it was bad. It had me like, "Oh my god, this is so bizarre. Why would they do this?" Yeah, and then I started. Uh, then I started thinking, and I'm like, every woman I know that's had an abortion wanted it done as soon as possible. Right. Nobody fucking waited till they were eight months and was like. Uh, my boyfriend just broke up with me. I'm going to kill this baby now. Right. I, I don't, I don't know anybody. Yeah. The only person I know that had um, a later abortion, she was um, five months, is because she was underage and she was having trouble getting emergency medical medical. Mm-hmm. I mean, she honestly didn't care either way, though. But that's the only person I know that, you yeah. know, had a rather late one or whatever. Um, I don't know anybody that would be okay with killing their baby at eight months because right. most of the time you carry that long, you fall in love with that baby, you feel that baby, you have a mm-hmm. bond with that baby. Fuck no, you don't want to kill that baby. Yeah. Wrap the dick up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, that brings me to this other Don't bang women you situation. don't want a baby with. There's a different situation that was – it made me think of, like, unplanned pregnancies. But um, 
there is for I thought this was good for people that have for themselves or have been in risk, you know, are sometimes in risky situations or just extra precautious um, or or the mother of like older kids. Like I said, me, mm-hmm. I was thinking about Mona, but she don't drink. But my niece does. Um, there are these things that you can get. They're super fucking inexpensive. They're actually roofie test strips um, for your so for your cool. drinks. You can get it in the form of a straw that they sell. That's like for fourteen ninety nine. Right? Mm-hmm. Fourteen ninety nine. It's called a Pro Sip straw. They have them on Amazon, or you could just Google. Uh, I know one of the brands that manufactures the, these strips is called Drink Safe. Um, but you could just like Google it and they have roofie drink test strips and all the ones that I saw, I searched it myself to make sure. And they were between three and $5. That's so awesome. And each strip has two tests on it. So like you can take one with you and use it for two different drinks. That's so cool. Um, for someone personally that's been roofied, I believe, three times in my life. One time I was date raped. That's the only time I've been raped. And I was like 27 years old when it happened. Right. Um, or was I older? Let me think. I no, think I was, you were older. I, I was a little older. You're right. Um, but I had lived my whole life and thought, like, I'm one of the lucky ones that fucking didn't have to experience that horror. Surprise, it happened. And, you know, I was with some people that I thought I could fucking trust. And every time I was roofied, I was with people that I thought I Nobody could trust. Nobody you can and, um, That's fucking disgusting. Yeah, the shit. Uh, Hopefully they die. Yeah, it's ridiculous. They fucking... Uh, the person that that you know ha- I first saw with these, they were selling like hoe kits or whatever, and they had included them in their kits for women for sex workers. And um, I was like, that's smart. Like, but I I knew they existed, but I thought they were really expensive. So I was like, you know, that's not something that's really like feasible. Are gonna, yeah, yeah, that people are going to carry in their purse. But when I saw they were between three and five dollars, like, yes, they There's are. There's no you reason totally, every woman shouldn't. Yeah, have them. and if you like, I have nieces <clears throat> that are 21 now and they drink. So I was thinking, like, you know, when you're drinking, you don't always think to keep an eye on your drink. And no. Especially once you start feeling the buzz. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, everybody thinks like, oh, it won't happen to them. It won't happen to them. It happened to me three fucking times. It can happen to you. Three fucking times. Like, that's a lot for one person. Yeah. I've never never had a roofie happen. Yeah, that shit is a nightmare. And you really remember – excuse me, you remember nothing the next day. But, you know, one of the reasons probably it didn't happen to me is because when – you know, after as a teen <clears throat> or whatever, when I experienced my own issue, I was super fucking paranoid. I've always been yeah. su- since then. I've been you so paranoid early. around men, so right. paranoid. So when we would go out to the clubs and shit, I never put my drink down. Yeah, I. It's just good to get in the habit of not putting it down. And if you have to go to the bathroom or someone, you. give it to a friend to hold for your yes. girlfriend. You know, um, to hold for you because people are fucking creeps and. Like I said, that shit happened. And honestly, luckily, I was with my bitch the other two times it happened. And she was able to take care of me. We were at a club where we knew the owner. So he let us go up in his office. I was puking everywhere. I, like, almost shit on myself. I was, like, blacking in and out. I was all fucked up. Um, They were, like, cleaning me up and getting me, like okay uh-huh. but they had it took hours to get me okay so that we could even leave and dude felt so That's bad so he ended up giving me some money and shit because he just felt so fucking bad that that happened to me but i was thinking i don't know who did it so someone was literally in there preying on me. yeah it's a fucked up feeling you don't you know and we don't know who did it right so 
Yeah, that shit is just better to be safe. So, so if you're going out to bars and clubs and having a good old time like you, you should be able to do, yeah, check out Amazon and get them. It's definitely yeah, it's a good thing to have I mean, you could to be start proactive. Bartenders now, a lot of bars are making it to where you can tell them I'm not feeling good, I don't feel comfortable, and mm-hmm. they'll order you an Uber on the bars tab. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, a lot of inner cities are doing that and shit now. That's fucking awesome. That's good. I have a lot of friends that throw parties, and um, I'm gonna ask them if that's something that you know they're familiar with in the Bay Area. Yeah, because yeah, the shit is dangerous. Um, I don't know if anybody else saw, but you told me about the video of the woman in Atlanta in Dude, the club. That was that fucking. She was drugged and raped and. She just She's happened screaming, to be on, my God, help me. Yeah, my, and it's all oh God, on camera. Me. The guy's face is on camera. I, I should have searched an update to Nobody's see if they ever helping fucking her. Her best him. friend that she was with said that she didn't know that was going on. She didn't know. Yeah, she just happened to be recording the whole thing on her Facebook Live, she, which is weird because, like, I, I don't have a Facebook, but I know Instagram. The whole video is, like, over an hour because yeah. she started, like, in the bathroom yeah. and Instagram having a Instagram cuts off after one hour. You can only be on live for one hour. Oh no, Facebook, so you Facebook, can go for a long time. I didn't know that. Yeah, you And go I'm for watching hours. it and I'm like, holy shit, like this video, I pulled it up and it was hella long. Mm-hmm. It was like an hour and a half long. And, um, but you know, some people say we overshare like our generation and shit. We overshare everything with social media and stuff. But in a situation like this, it's good because otherwise they'd have never got photos of his face. Never. And um, they actually have really clear photos of his face that are all up in the camera. And I'm like, and you may fucking he die. It. Yeah. Like, hopefully they caught him. God. Mm-hmm. But that was a hard thing to watch. That was so hard to watch. Oh, God. It made me want to throw up watching it. Yeah. It was tough. It was bad. That but, was a um, that was an ugly one. Yeah, she was drugged though, so it's like you gotta be careful. I, I thought she was in the club alone. I didn't even know she was there with her friend. Yeah. That's pretty fucked up because Isn't that you know crazy? that's like code. When you're out with your friends, you gotta look out for each other. And um, even if you're both fucked up, you, you have gotta, to like somebody has to be a little more responsible than the other when when you're out drinking like yep. that. Like there's just rules. I've had to flash on people in the past that have, have gone out with me and like. We're supposed to be the sober one or yeah, something. Yeah, or, like, maybe left and didn't tell people they were leaving oh, or nah. something. Like, you can't do shit like that. You fucking send people into a panic. The best thing to do when you go out in a group of girls these days is have one of you sober. One right. of you be the group mom, and you next time someone rotate. else be the group. Yeah. Rotate, but absolutely have someone sober to be the group mom. That is probably the only way to ensure yeah, that you, that you all get home okay. safe and alive, unharmed. Yeah. Um, I mean, guys, too, there are women predators, so yeah. Yeah, men, too, are. you know? We normally stick together for fighting reasons. Like right, yeah. And ruin the vibe. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, y'all do. Um, so in, like, some celebrity news, I wanted to talk about the woman who fucking falsely accused Chris Brown of rape in Paris. Yeah, that story's crazy because as soon as it, you know, hit the airway, he's picked up for rape or whatever. I didn't doubt it. I was just like, oh. I didn't doubt it one bit because I was like, he's a piece of shit. Like, he is still a piece of shit. But at least this time, um, the charges were dropped because I know someone else that was in Europe and got falsely accused of some shit like that. Spent a lot of time in jail pleading their innocence. And then the woman... The woman ended up saying it was a fucking dream. 
Oh my god! And yeah, and he got he ended up getting it dropped. But this situation, um, it just didn't sound right. I guess the woman kept changing her story. She was saying that he raped her for like thirty minutes in his dressing room. Then she left, went to another room, and his friend raped her. Then she left and went to the living room, and then another friend raped her. And then the police were like, "Okay, well, why at no point did you try to leave? Or there were other people in there. Why didn't you ask anyone for help?" Why didn't you know? So her story just didn't add up. So they ended up dropping the charges and they apologized to him when they let him out. If it um, turns out that, you know, he re- obviously he really didn't do it and he files, I think he's filing a defamation he lawsuit. He did. He, he already filed it. She sh- if she really made that up, she should serve time. Yeah. She it should do jail time. It takes away credibility from real victims and that's why a lot don't come forward. That's why women, bitches like that, are the reason that anytime anyone of any status is accused of some shit it's always like oh she wants money or the it's automatically like oh she's lying right. she just wants money and that don't be the case a lot of times no. like it's a very slim percentage when you actually look up statistics it's literally like 1% literally like this isn't a common thing for people to be fucking filing in court when women falsely accuse they make it harder on real fucking victims and you know men use right. that as an excuse to <clears throat> accuse everyone of lying and it's like yeah fuck you you need to go to jail you need yep. to go to jail you ruined their fucking you could ruin someone's life from that yep i agree anybody that falsely accuses definitely deserves a, a punishment of some prison sort. they do fuck that it's that serious you house need to go to prison yeah but on the flip side when it was first announced. Did you fucking second guess it? I didn't second guess I it. I wasn't shocked. I didn't. I wasn't surprised. He, I didn't doubt it. He has. He has history of um, hitting women, controlling women. Mm-hmm. He he said it on Instagram stories that yeah, you know. So knowing rape is a crime of control and power, right? It fucking. I didn't. I was like, yeah, fuck it. He probably did it. Mm-hmm. So if it turned, you know, if she really did lie. He needs to I guess ass. now what she's saying is that she wasn't physically subdued, but she was like psychologically pressured into it, which is fucked up because it, I know I've been. Sex- I've been there too. I think all women have felt psychologically pressured and just did it and just did it because mm-hmm. you felt like um, either I know how they were going to do it anyways or they wouldn't leave you alone and yeah, you wanted or, them to stop or just getting it over with is better than the alternative of them the attitude of what it'll be if you don't do it you right know? yeah so I can definitely see that mm-hmm. happening and what's fucked up is how do you process you can't prosecute that and that's pretty fucked up yeah and again because of his past behaviors I don't doubt that could have happened right you know not at all not at all. Yeah, that's a fucked up situation to be in, and I've been there. I mean, it's like... Um, if a girl tells you no once, don't fucking ask her again and don't, again. Don't. Or a man. Don't, don't keep, press nobody. Leave them alone. Go find someone else to fuck. Right. That's going to let you. I don't care you. if you're drunk. I don't care if you're high. I don't care if y'all were in the process of making out and she stopped you, whatever. If somebody hesitates, it's just a good idea to back off. It is, because check this out. Let's say you kept fucking pushing, 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 and finally they were like, fine, fine, let's do it. Now, if, if, if you're a decent human being, it's always going to be in the back of your head. Did, she, did they fuck me because they wanted to or because I basically made them? Because mm-hmm. essentially that's what you're doing. I think men really don't give a fuck. 
I think like the men that do pressure women like that, I think they really don't care. Yeah, because like, they have rapey tendencies. Yeah, anyways. they're just trying to get their nut. Like I don't think they're really thinking about how much she was into it. And that goes into like men that don't care if a woman has an orgasm. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. There's been a lot of men that really, they're like, uh, best of luck. Like, I hope you get yours because I'm going to get mine type attitude. That's gross. Don't waste your pussy on those people. Don't. And growing up, I dealt with a lot of those. You know, they either didn't know yeah. how to get you to achieve an orgasm or, or they just care. did not give a fuck. They just really didn't even try. Like, it was all about them. And sex period. is no fun when it's one-sided. No, it feels like fucking work. Yeah. It feels like you should have paid me for that because right. I got nothing out of it. Right. Like, that shit I is wasted weird. a good piece. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So don't put anybody in a position. And that's a talk I think I'm going to have with my son, too. Because I was thinking to myself, like, not that I want to think about him fucking. But, mm-hmm. like, don't be. Um, I know he's kind of like, he's showed me chauvinistic behavior in the past. Yeah. And, like, uh, and like chauvinistic views that I know he got from his dad. I was just going to say. Yeah. And so I worry about shit like that. Like, don't be no aggressive ass boy in your relationships and shit. Like, I need to make that clear to him that. Mm -hmm. And also, since he just turned 18, um, I don't know how old the girls are that he's dating. God, and I know one of his one of his girlfriends that he was fucking with for a really long time. They're broke up right now, but she is probably 16. She was a couple years younger than him. Mm. So she's probably 16 now, and he's 18. So how does that work? In California, it, 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 I don't know. It's tricky, you know, because, I, like I said before, um, Bunny's dad caught a case Yeah, with one of his baby mamas because he was over 18 at the time when she got pregnant or whatever, and he actually went to jail for it, and her, her family pressed charges. But I, I know just she wasn't clear. like, yeah, she wasn't super, super young or nothing, but I know that they were still able to charge him. So that has me worried too. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, me and him need to have a talk just like, yeah. So he understands a little life talk. Yeah. Don't always listen to your dad. <laughs> right. When it comes to certain shit. But not that his dad would tell him to be like yeah, an aggressive, yeah, no. horny he, boy, but no, he wouldn't. But he does think like uh, the man is in control yes, type shit. He, does. he has that kind of mentality. Yeah, he does. When my son was a little ass kid, um, we always had him, his sister, and my two nieces. They, them four, always. They were inseparable. And um, one time he was all frustrated or whatever, and he was, like, trying to boss them around. And he was saying something like, they got to respect me because I'm the man. Like, I'm a man. They got to respect. He was, like, <laughs> five fucking years old. And I'm like, give me a break. Shut up. Like, you got that from your dad. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but he He still, walked in and knocked him over. <laughs> yeah, but he really still has that mentality. Like, you know, like, the man is in control and, like, you know. And I know Jesus he, he gets Christ. that from his fucking yeah, dad. He does. Yeah, You see where that got his dad with me. That's right. what I tried to tell him. That shit don't work. <laughs> It doesn't so, any not with any woman that respects and loves no, herself. Fuck no, it don't work. Like so that. yeah, those are those are traits I don't need you picking up from your fucking father, right? Um, mm-hmm. In other celebrity news, uh, Future has a lot going on. Girl, he's fucking 
He's been doing yeah. hella interviews because he got this great deal, right? And it's like one of the biggest yeah, deals that did. any rapper has like <clears throat> ever got. It's like fifty million dollar advance on his deal. He's like reached legend status with like a label or whatever. So yeah, it was explained to us that he's like on the same floor as the Beatles and, and Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson and shit. Yeah, um, it, isn't it like l- legacy status? Legacy status. Yeah, which is like really rare for an artist to get right. that. I was shocked because. I didn't realize, like, I knew his music did really well. And because, just because they play it in clubs and, you know, everywhere, like all white people clubs and shit, you know, like they all play Future in Vegas and stuff. You know, I knew he got a lot of plays. I didn't realize his numbers were that fucking high, though, to um, to where a label would want to throw him that kind of money for an advance. I can't even tell you a, a Future song. I have no idea. I, I watched an interview recently of him. Um, on Power 106 down in LA and um he, he just his personality just seemed really dry to me. Yeah. And I he don't does. know if it was the interviewer or if that's how he is, but mm-hmm. he just seemed hella dry. Like I I don't know, like no spunk. He speaks smart like a businessman smart. Yes. But, um personality wise, he doesn't show He's like too a much. wet fucking rag. Yeah. He um I was kind of pissed because in a recent interview, he keeps picking on fucking his ex-girl, Sierra's new husband, Russell. You can He sounds like a bitter bitch. He does. He is bitter. You can tell he's hurt. He makes music about it, about all his pain and everything, and I understand that, and I don't want to say that, like, that's a female trait. And I don't no, wanna, no, no. I don't want to put that on it. Like, no, you know, men, people shouldn't be in touch with their feelings. I don't want to send that message. No, but, I like men that are in touch with their emotions. But he's, like, messy, and he's, like, calling him out, um, his ex's husband now, that lives in the same household with his child. Child and shit, and they and have he, a new um, child together. Yeah, and he basically said that like I for he called him a name. I don't know if he called him a bitch or what he did, but he said basically that um, he does whatever Sierra tells him to do. That, and he said that he was wrong for being around his son before he met him. He should have met him first. And That's like, something you take up and with got the mother. Okay, right? Yeah, it's like be mad at her and talk to her about it. But like in their relationship, he's just kind of doing what he's supposed to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't see him doing no wrong. Like he ain't overdoing it. He ain't on social media posting pictures with dude's kid. Like, oh, this is me and my little guy. Or you know what I mean? He's not trying to like provoke him. No, he posts. He's pictures. around him. Yeah, and I mean that's now that they're married and shit. But I'm talking about when they first started seeing each other. He was saying he never should have been around the child without meeting him first. Well, that's well, something you should have established with your child's and mother. And bruh, from what I hear, you don't even be around like that. Dude. Because he also said in a fucking interview, my kids just gotta understand that's part of having a superstar dad. Yes, I heard that. And, and it's like, hold up. like. And he said that's one of the things that suffers from him spending so much time making music and having a career is his family life suffers. Well, you should be happy. This is my take on Anybody who is sharing custody of a child, you should be beyond fucking grateful the universe blessed you with someone a decent else to human love being your child. to love your child. Right. You kids should be can't get enough thankful. love. Kids, I mean, not kids can't get too much love. No. Yeah. Or or have a, another role model or have someone else to guide them. Like, be right. fucking thankful because right. by the words that came from your own mouth – you're not able to spend all that time because you're putting your career first. Exactly. So be thankful this man loves your child enough 
to do I good. Think it, I think the problem him. just comes from him being bitter. And, he's you very know, toxic, He's been very... Um, um, he's full of toxic masculinity for sure. But I've only seen him act like... Like, he has other kids and he ain't acted like this. It hasn't been in the news she about She might be anyone. the one that got away. Exactly. they were engaged. Yeah, that's what I was thinking is maybe he's just really bent out of shape about that breakup. And that's yeah. why... Because doesn't he have six kids? I, I don't know. He has a lot. But um, this is the only one I hear about these problems with. So it's like, I think it just comes, like I said, from him being hurt. That's how hurt people act. Like they're really negative. They look for the wrong and everything. Whereas if he wasn't, and he just had another baby. So it's like. He was talking about that on the interview. If he was like happy and content, I just feel like he wouldn't be bringing this up so much and being so messy about it. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. I'm just one of those baby mamas like. People couldn't pray to God for a better baby mama than me. I don't really press people for shit. Like, I'm going to make it happen on my own. I ain't never, not the type to go after child support and shit. I'm going to make it happen on my own no matter what because before anything, them are my kids. You know what I'm saying? Um, Granted, I do feel like you have an equal responsibility, but I'm not going to wait around and cry and beg Wait, you. Yeah, and and hold my breath and fucking hold up whatever they want to do. Because then it's like you're dealing with another child, Exactly. Bitch. I'm not fucking doing that. So it's like um, I'm also not the person that's going to be mad about who you're dating now. If I, I left those relationships, you know what I'm right. saying? Maybe it, I would feel different if I got dumped and I was unhappy about right. it. But both of my relationships I left. So it's like I could care less. I trust your judgment that you're not going to have my kids around nobody that's going to act a fool. Because you love that child too. Right. It's I'm yours. Not, you're not going to have them around no bitch that's going to mistreat them or act a fool or make me come beat their ass. So I trust your judgment in that. And if you like them, I love them. So fuck it. I don't, I'm not yep. going to be the one causing drama. Like, well, you can't have my baby around that bitch. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. Tommy has had a bunny around plenty of girls friends and, and Bunny I, liked him. I remember her yes, telling me about yes, one and of I, them. And I was so happy. I was like, good, you know? And I told him even. And I think... She, it, that one actually encouraged him to, like, be a better dad. Yeah, yeah. I, she ended up seeing him a lot more when he was with yes. um, someone that I think was a parent herself yes. and was, like, you know, a good parent. But, um... I just watched some women just, you know, put up these fake ass rules and like make it hard for the dad and use the child as a weapon and like keep custody away or whatever. You know what you're I mean? You're hurting all your that, kid. Yeah, That's not, all you're doing. Exactly. You're just hurting your baby. That's exactly. It. It's so unfair to the kid. And I know that from my own personal experiences. Yep. Like my dad was a piece of shit person to my mom. He was very abusive, but he wasn't that way with me so I shouldn't have had this image of him told to me at such a young age he shouldn't have been so demonized to you right so that when I was around him I was feeling like uh you treat my mom bad you're like you're shit. a monster like I don't even want to be around you like I probably could have had a way better relationship with him if um if that wasn't all put in my head yeah. all growing up you know what I mean like um, that that should just be left up to your child to decide on their own because eventually they will see right 
They'll so see you for don't themselves. Need to say anything. And and also it might not be like that with them and their child. You know what I mean? Just because you and him didn't work out or it was toxic right. between you and him, that doesn't mean he's gonna be that a way with your kid. Parent. Yeah, it's not the same thing. So it's like give it a chance and let your kid yeah. have a relationship. like bitch, you you picked the person to have a kid with. Like right. you can't fucking just take it out and make the situation miserable now because it yeah. didn't work out with you guys. Like that's fucked up. Yeah, I, I don't like anybody that uses kids as pawns, children as pawns. I hate Mm-mm. that shit so much. Yeah, that's a I problem. I fucking hate it. But uh, I read like a Rolling Stone art, art interview, watched one in a genius interview and shit with um, Future. And another thing I just thought was weird was he's clean now. And his whole career essentially has been drug music. Right. He's he has a million nicknames. They're all they all have something to do with being high. Pluto, astronaut kid, all this shit. They're all like the super. Wizard. They're high names, and he fucking um, you know, he makes drug music. Mm-hmm. And Andre three thousand was even quoted. He said that Future makes the most negative, inspirational music ever, and <laughs> it's true. Like you know, it a lot of these songs have become classics to a lot of people. A lot of people grew up listening to them to hit to these songs about drugs. And um, he said that when he got clean, he hesitated on um, sharing that because he didn't want it to be a, too much of a shock for his fans. But then it's like you got to be responsible too because a lot of people started look doing drugs. You. Yeah, because you made it look so cool. So you got to still make it look cool to not do drugs. Right. You know what I mean? He also talked about uh, Juice World um, started sipping lean in middle school because of Future's lyrics. And I guess that fucked him up a little bit. He didn't feel like he needed to apologize because it was his real life, but mm. he he did feel responsible, and it made him feel away, you know, because yeah. uh, you know he he was turning kids out on fucking syrup. So that's my thing. Like, I don't really agree with him not wanting to be vocal about uh, being clean now. But then there's also some rappers that got clean and their music fucking fell apart. Like Boosie, his shit is trash now. Gucci, Gucci Mane, his shit is trash. Like to me anyway, his shit is trash now. Like it's not the same. Like they should probably go pop some pills. I hate you. And record. But like, you know, I could see that being a concern, but not that you're going to shock the fans. Like Right. Like I was saying, it's almost like, he didn't want anyone to know he was clean just in case he fell back into the fucking... That, sometimes that's the case, you know? yeah. Sometimes that's also the case because if you relapse, you don't got to explain way, it to nobody. Either way, if you're responsible for getting all these people hyped Turned in out. on these exactly. fucking drugs, you also have a responsibility to let them know, A, you grow, you mature, yeah. it's not for me no more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't yeah. have them still thinking you're doing fucking... Because a lot of artists have quit. You know, and they talked about how hard it was and how you withdraw and you get fucking sick. I think I'm going to shit on yourself. And like, you know, it's a fucked up process. And I've watched people really close to me go through it and like have to call me up and ask what to take. And like, if you guys are listening and you want to know, you take Imodium AD pills because you will almost shit on yourself. Mm. And um, you have to cycle those every day while you're starting. You can Google. There's a whole regimen of shit to take when you go through withdrawals from vitamins to ibuprofen to Imodium. There's even a name for it. I forget what it is. But if you Google it. No, not that. There's a name for. The supplement. This pack of shit you get when you're going through withdrawals. You know, there's like some fucking cutesy nickname for Mm -hmm, it. mm -hmm. But if, if you Google 
you can find it. Yeah. Easily. But very I just, easily. I, I appreciate the um the people that are realistic and that share the yeah. downside because it's not pretty. You know what I mean? And right. you got to kind of let people know both sides of it. Just be responsible in that way. Even if you do bounce back to drugs, just fucking yeah, be it's real, real. life. Yeah. Be real. Um, also in the constant war on sex workers. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? Now, 500,000 Marriott employees have been trained to identify sex trafficking, which is really nice language to spot hoes and work for the feds. Pretty much. And like I was saying, what the fuck could possibly go wrong? We have authorities that can't even fucking do so their job So now we have right. regular civilians Bartenders policing. Who think they're the FBI. Policing women is what it's coming down to. Some of the, the key things were um, to look for if they don't have enough luggage. Well, mm-hmm. what's enough luggage? How do you know where I'm coming yeah. from? And how long I'm staying? And what do you mean? And, and then a like, woman by themselves. In a restaurant. So now we can't eat by ourselves. Right. Or we're Or if you turn trafficked. down housekeeping. Which is common for um, hoes to ask for more linens, towels, and shit, but not want to have the room cleaned. It's funny. That's, we do that as a family, but though. I was just going to say, you're one of the people that is on some total regular square shit and yes. turns away housekeeping. Yes. Like, no, that's okay. Because it's a whole process. We worry about people's housekeeping yeah, when stealing. You, you have to put everything away, and you have to stash shit when you yeah. have housekeeping come and in. So if you're not it. if you're not making a mess, or if you're one of those people like me that's kind of cleaning as you're in there yep. anyway way you don't you might not need housekeeping right and so in those situations like i have turned away housekeeping hella times even when i wasn't working you know and it's like that's fucked up because now that's gonna be um a flag to people i feel like um not taking away from sex trafficking or human trafficking because it is very real but i think that they overuse it and we've talked about this before they definitely overuse it as an umbrella term they do to fucking scoop in the whole net of sex workers. They're just, yeah, it's it's really um, just an attack on fucking yes. sex workers is what it yes. is. Because I get it, human trafficking is a problem, but are you guys having that same energy with nail shops that have employees that are possible, possibly massage been parlors. massage spas? You know what I mean? Yeah. Not necessarily a grimy massage parlor, but an actual spa can, you know, they've been known to hire human trafficking people, um, restaurant staff. Yeah. Notorious for it. Are yeah. you going in kitchens and finding out if people are documented if they're being human Are you training the fucking hostesses at these exactly. restaurants to are spot you doing that? traffic like, victims? Or you're, no, you're just trying to get on hoes that are working out of fucking Marriott hotels. Yes, that's exactly so what they're doing. So there's been a huge post going around, and it's just like boycott Marriott, and there's like 30 different other hotels that are under the Marriott umbrella. Uh, yeah. Um, I post, I'm going to post them on my story and share them with you guys so you can just circulate it. But the mo- the grossest thing about it all is someone um, like tweeted to Marriott and, and basically called them out and was like, so now um, bec- if I don't have enough luggage or whatever, I'm going to be harassed by fucking Marriott employees that yeah. are cops because they, they now are doing this. And the Mar- Marriott replied, didn't apologize, didn't say, oh, no, it won't be that harsh or anything. They flat out said, yes, that that's what we're doing because we really care about human trafficking and our customers. So you're fully... All you independent women. <laughs> you're fully on shit. board with the feds. You're you're training yeah. your ho- hotel staff to be the feds. Yep. Mm-mm. Shady as fuck. Very shady. So fuck the Marriott. Yeah, super shady. Um, one of the other 
little bits of like female game to share there's a page i follow a few pages like this that do like cross stitch but they uh they do like shit with bad words or like inappropriate dicks or something I you know love like it. Inter- pussies cross-stitched vaginas love and it. shit so i follow a bunch of pages like that one of which calls a bunch of vaginas is called badass cross stitch and they're out of uh chicago and today, I think it was today, I noticed one and it was like a cross-stitched pack of birth control pills and it said freedom pills and it had a huge caption. So I'm reading it and um, this person apparently didn't know and and was shocked at how many other people also weren't aware that if you are taking birth control pills um, – you know, you can skip the placebos, the sugar pills that are at the end of a pack. You get those for a week so that your period will come mm-hmm. and then you start a new pack and then it stops your period. So, or, you know, whatever by that, you know, your that's period the following doesn't week. come. Right. So what you can do is skip that week and just start the following pack, skip the sugar pills, start the following pack. And in turn, you eliminate your period for that month. I, um, I feel weird if I don't have a period. A lot of women didn't know that you could do that, and there's really no health benefit to having the placebo so that your period will come. There's no health benefit from it. So if you're one of the people that struggles with your period, I have really easy periods, and I kind of like getting them. I'm kind of obsessed. So, we fucking know Yeah. <laughs> so I uh, I know people that have stopped their period with birth control pills because it was their wedding. Yeah, and yeah. And they were going on like their that. honeymoon and yeah, shit. Yeah, like special occasions and whatnot. But I know some women that are just really miserable on their period. Me. I have a really easy period. Me. I don't really have any symptoms. Um, it's really quick. It's not a hard time for me, but... But a lot of my friends struggle with migraines and throwing up Me. and pain to where they can't even fucking get out of bed. And so if you're already on birth control, I'm not I'm kind of not really for birth control. To be I'm honest, I can't take birth control. I've I'm had not for it. I've had good experiences for a long time. And then I've had kids and had my chemistry change. Mm-hmm. And then I had bad experiences after that. So. I'm not getting on any birth control anytime soon because I also want more kids. But if you're you're a person that is on the pill already, this is an option. And um, I I read there's been studies about it. There was a TED Talks about it. And um, there's no health benefit to taking the placebos and letting your period come. So that was just a little bit of knowledge. If you want to fucking keep raw dogging, skip them. (laughs) (laughs) Or just raw dog through the period. That's my motto. She loves it. Um, but yeah, those placebo pills were actually started by men in marketing for birth control companies because they didn't want to scare women off like women thinking they needed to have the period. So they created those placebo pills just for their marketing so that women wouldn't get scared from not oh, wow. having one. Yeah, I didn't know that. There's no um, real reason to have it. So I thought that was interesting. Other news, fucking Kamala Harris. Her Willie Brown story. So she fucking... A lot of people don't know this, and some pe- a lot of people have been messaging me because I'm super anti-Kamala Harris. She's a fucking monster. So what if it comes down to Donald Trump and Kamala Harris again? It's not going to only come down to them, too. It's but not. what if? Then it will be her. Right. But it's okay. not going to come down to that. Obviously, it would be her. It would be well, fucking we thought Rob. It, was gonna it be, would be Rob before it would be Donald Trump was, again. Like, he's going to run. Well, whoever. I'm just saying. It's not going to You know be that Trump crazy again. motherfucker is running I again. said Ro- I said Rob. Oh, I'm 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 like Donald Trump said he's running again, Mitch. He's crazy. Yeah, no. Rock is gonna run. 
No, but you know what I was saying is we thought, remember we thought it was going to be Bernie and Donald Trump. Yeah. And then the Democrats pulled their fucking switch around. They robbed him. Yeah, they you fucking know? robbed so, him. Honestly, we never know. Everything's so rigged and so fucked up. You fucking just never know. So people are really against her because they know the policies and the type of shit she stands for. And she's essentially just like a super cop. And she was the DA and she's just really crooked and has played a huge role in locking up black and brown people in the Bay Area. And she's a fucking monster. The the information is out there. I post anti-Kamala Harris tweets. I mean... Uh, Instagram posts and people will DM me like oh well tell me more information about it you can literally google it and all of the information you I need found, will come up I googled it you will find it's so easy to find but some of the most recent shit I found out was um, when she was fucking 30 years old her career got jump started from fucking Mayor Willie Brown when he was married he was 60 years I old I never knew they fucked around for years, apparently. If you grew up in California, live in California for any time, you know who Willie Brown is. Yeah, and he's like, cool. Like, you know, one time I seen him with a hoe in his front seat. We were in San Francisco. It was, like, late at night. We were leaving the club, and she was clearly, like, a hoe. And I, like, said, hey. And she was like, hey. And, like, talking to me from the red She's light. She's like, I got me a good one. Right? I was like, y'all have fun. And he was just cheesing ear to ear. You could tell they probably had a few drinks. And so he was, like, a real ladies' man. I knew that. But um, I didn't know. They apparently had this relationship, and he fully jump-started her fucking career. So the crazy thing is she's so against sex work and sex workers and so, you know, um, plays such a huge role in, like, shutting down Backpage and making it impossible for women to work independently doing sex work. It's just, it's like, wow, that's really interesting when you were 30 years old and your whole fucking... um, career got started from being the mistress of a married man and now you want to play like your yeah like you did it all yourself and whatever there's an article i'll share it um and it tells you literally she was getting two different salaries she was getting a hundred thousand dollars at one point to be on some board to go to a meeting two meetings a a month uh, two meetings a month a hundred grand and willie brown hooked her up with that he hooked her up with multiple jobs a bmw because she was his fucking mistress and then when he made the decision to stay with his wife and leave her alone, um, he still kept her in, like, the best jobs and boosted her fucking career. And here's the thing. Yes, people grow. People change. People, you know. Have different pick ideals. Pick different life paths, yeah. ideals, whatever. However, don't vilify and knock something that you once were or you once did. Mm-hmm. Right? And you got your like, motherfucking nerve. Like, you bitch, nerve. you got your nerve. And you was somebody's mistress, bitch. And I'm sure she wasn't fucking that 60-year-old man because she thought he was hot. No. Because, pull up a picture of Willie Brown. <laughs> right, he looks like somebody's He's grandpa. He's hell of little, and he looks like a grandpa. He's <laughs> he always does. looked like a grandpa. You don't, you're not going to look at He looks like a happy, sweet grandpa. You're he not going to look at him and be like, He's hot. I, I want him to I pound my dick. shit. I can't yeah, wait no, to see it. That's not the vibe that you're going to get from Fuck Willie no. Brown. <laughs> Ever. You're gonna be like, I just want to give him a hug. Give him a fucking hug, and you know he got like a raw Christmas sweater somewhere. Right. That's yeah, it. That's it. So you're not gonna be sexually turned on. And she's by a very Lee beautiful Brown. woman. She's yeah. gorgeous. So there's no way she wanted to fuck sixty year old grandpa when she was thirty. Willie. Mm-hmm. At thirty years old. No. You wanted to jumpstart that career, and that's what you fucking so did. So basically, so stop you shaming us hoeing. and making it. Yeah. That ain't nothing but um, a different type of hoeing. Right. Fuck her. Right. 
Um, so yeah, the more dirt that, uh, the article that I read or whatever is called like the ghosts in Kamala Brown's yeah. closet or something. So the, yeah. the more I'll share bits and pieces as we find them. It's really interesting to learn these things because I, you would, I never knew. And it's so insulting that they're just, they're tricking people because like I said before, you see a black woman and you think this is exactly what the fuck we need. And she's playing that card. She's posting corny ass videos talking about Wakanda forever. She's dancing to Cardi B's music. It's really fucking insulting because it's like, how stupid do you think people are? You know what I mean? Because educated people ain't going to fall for that shit. Wow. You're really trying to just trick people. Yeah, it's really fucking insulting. But um, fuck her. Uh, We have some listener questions that... um, Yeah, we have a few. Yeah, so one of them... It was basically asking, you might have a different description, but it's our constant death thoughts normal. Yeah, one of our listeners said that he obsesses over death and he thinks about it multiple times a day. And he just wanted to know if anybody else did and if it was normal. Absolutely. Absolutely. For me, I think about it multiple times a day, all the time. It's also part of my OCD. So without getting too detailed because it's embarrassing, um, my OCD thoughts are like, if something doesn't go a certain way, then death will be the result, and it'll be like a messy, terrible death. See, I always think about death like when I'm driving, I'll be like, what would happen if fucking that truck swerved over and smashed me and I would die? And I would think, like, who come, who would come to my funeral and would my mm-hmm. kids be okay? And, oh, we also want to know, are we scared to die? I'm not scared to die. I'm terrified for my children and how my yeah. children would feel. Myself, I'm not. I'm not too scared, but no, I, I'm, I'm scared of leaving my kids because I know how much yeah, they love yeah, me. Exactly. That's and really, that's the only thing that's sad about death is like the people that it affects. Because yes. the person that's died ain't feeling shit. They're no. they're good. And like most, like my grandpa and shit, he was praying to die. He yeah. could not wait to fucking yeah. die. So it wasn't a sad thing when he died because we knew how bad he wanted to go. Yeah. But it's just the hurt that everyone feels. That's what you worry about. So yeah. I do worry a lot about my kids, but I also know, like, because of you and my family and stuff, mm-hmm. like, they'll be good. So right. I'm, I really can say I'm not scared to die. I think about death all the fucking time. All the, it's constant for me. It is. It's constant. I probably think about it at least like five times a day. I probably think about it more. It, it doesn't like, help it's an unhealthy that level. I watch murder stuff and read murder stuff. I'm very all the obsessed. Time. But it's also like, it's like a cultural thing, too, because, like, Day of the Dead and, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a whole, you know. That celebrates death. It's celebrated. There's rituals. There's, you know what I mean? Like A um, lot of people I know have altars in their home. Yeah, you I do. One. Like, you know, there's, it's, it's like, more, when you're spiritual, it's, like, different because it's not something looked at as, as a bad. scary thing. Yeah. Right. And people that have, like me, that have, like, communicated with people on the other side through a medium or whatever. Like, you know, that knowing that's an option and knowing that I can tap in and know my people are okay and shit. Like, that's, yeah. com- that's a comforting thought to me. Yeah. So I don't look at it as, like, a scary thing. Like, it's it's more, yeah, like a celebrated thing, I guess. Yeah. I, the word. Yeah, definitely. So you're no- normal. No, you're totally you're normal. normal. You're totally normal. By our standards. <laughs> Which doesn't say much, but, you know. We're, we're also the smartest people she's ever met, so. <laughs> Shut up. 
Um, how many chances should a partner does a partner deserve? That's it, a case by case basis. Yes, it definitely depends on the offense. It does. For it depends sure. on the offense. And if we're talking about like cheating or something, um, you got to get down to the root cause. Um, and and like I've said before, like discussing you don't get with no friends, chances with cheating in um, my fucking book. You That's say that, me, but you've never dealt with it. So you I don't feel like you I'm don't really going, know. Uh, yeah, but I just know how I'm built. Yeah. But if you really want that relationship, you can work through anything. I don't want anyone that's going to fucking stick their dick in someone else, though. It's ruined. Like, the image of what we had is ruined. And and where I'm at in life, I don't want to rebuild that with somebody that broke that trust once. And I'm yeah. really... Um, I'll constantly think about it, and I'll constantly envision him banging the other girl, and I'll never be able to move past it. But that's well, you just know me. yourself, yeah, you know yourself. That's me, and and I don't knock anybody that does move past it and deal with cheating in the relationship. I if don't judge. Able. Yeah. Now, if you're doing it for the fifth fucking time, I'm looking at you like, uh, you you got to love yourself a little more. Yeah, that's you know. True. But if it's a one time thing, and you guys have chose to work on it. More power to you. High five. But you got to both choose to work on it. It's not like forgiving something. Like I was talking to a friend and like it's true. Um, the best apology is changed behavior. Yes. And so if you don't see that after the apology, if the actions don't match up with the apology, then it's like it was an empty ass apology. And I think that's basically the answer to that question. Yeah. How many chances you need to does pay- a partner deserve? Well, how many is it going to take? Like it should only take one. It should really. only take one for the behavior to change. If the behavior doesn't change, they're telling you something with no words and, and you at need that to pay point, attention. It's on you if it happens again. Yes. Yeah, that's what I think. Absolutely. Is it possible to be friends with an ex? I would say it's possible. Any exes... At the moment, I don't think – at one point, I was friends with a lot of them. At at the moment, I'm not friends with any, and I will say why. This sounds a little bit crazy, but my exes have tried to fuck. Like, I've been cool with them, and then they've tried to fuck again. Mm. So it's like um, – I don't like that. Once Mm-mm. I move on, I've said before that like once I move on from a person, I don't look at you in that way anymore. It's no. gone from me. There's no, uh, no. busting a you and coming back. Like no. I'm not doubling back on anybody once I get over you. So exes um, have tried to revisit that with me and I've gotten really offended and ended the friendship. One person in particular kind of acted like I owed them some pussy. Ew. They came into town, and um, I hadn't seen them in a while, and we were cool. Like, we we got past whatever we broke up about. You know, we still were able to have some kind of a friendship. And we had hung out, and it was totally non-sexual you know, sexual or whatever. And then at the end of the night, he kind of acted like I owed him some pussy. And we hella got into it, and we've never yeah, been friends that. since. And I'm like, you got me fucked up. That's you know? a shitty so, attitude to carry. It is. And um, he was really fucking gross about it. But I've had other ones that have been not so gross about it, but still try. And to me, I get offended. And I'm like, you know, whereas some people might be flattered by that or whatever, I'm not. And to me, it makes me like really pissed off. So at the moment, I'm not friends with any of my exes, except for maybe my ex-husband. But that's because we kind of got to be friends. Right. (laughs) I I only have one ex, you know, really long-term ex before Mark, and that's um, Tyrone. And before... Bitch, earlier you said, I'm friends with all my exes. I said, oh, well, isn't that nice, bitch? I'm not. Well, you know, and it's funny because the only other one I was thinking about is this fucking dude I dated in high school. It really was only isn't that for nice like a for few you? months. Isn't that nice? But I only, I really only have one ex, you know, like long-term ex. Mm-hmm. And 
that's Tyrone. And um, I mean, there's other exes, but you don't talk to them. Yeah, but not, um, not like relationship wise, like multi. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I love you, relationship wise. Yeah, yeah. No. F- after we broke up, we weren't we we talked periodically, but we weren't really close. And then like. Um, he started dating another girl who's now his wife, and um, we we became friends. Like, when I lived by myself, I would leave my apartment unlocked. If I cooked, I'd be like, hey, I cooked. Come by. Grab yourself some food. Like we To were, her or to him? To him. We were just really cool. We would talk to each other about relationship stuff with what? our new people. I never knew that. Yeah, and I think it's probably because, you know, we were together for, like, five and a half years. But the last two years, we drifted so far apart, we basically became more like friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, and then... Right when I met Mark, he got locked up and did some time in the feds for um, a few years. So, you know, during that time, I became friends with his wife on social media. And I absolutely love her. She listens to the podcast all the time. She fucking loves us. (laughs) But I'm very close with Tyrone's family still. I talk to his brother every day on social media. That's good. That would be a good ideal um, friendship with an ex-type situation where you could be cool with their current partner. Yes. And I've wanted that. I've I've actually tried that when um, Bunny's dad was with his girlfriend, his most recent girlfriend that I knew. Well, I didn't know her because he didn't let us meet but I knew of her and I knew Bunny was around her and I remember it wasn't this last Chris Thanksgiving it was the one before and I had hella cooked and stuff and I remember he was like checking on Bunny or something or wanted to know what she was doing and I think he got her for the day and I was like um hey I cooked hella food like when you guys bring her home because it was them two together mm-hmm. with the kids I said, um, come in or whatever so I can meet your girl, too. And I, like, wanted to be the friendly, you know what I yeah. mean? Because I don't got nothing. I don't want him. Right. I do not want him. And, right. And um, I wanted to, you know, meet her because she had been around Bunny a few times at that point. And I was trying to, like, I was like, y'all come in and get some food. And, like, he was against it. Well, and he never. You already know what I'm going to say, I think. Yeah, I, still, I already know what it is. Yeah. I know what the underlying reason yes. for it was. But it's like, damn. Like, you know, I've that sounds like an ideal situation because I am that way that I don't want you back. Right. So, and that's, I, that I, I mean, I love, I love Tyrone as a human yeah. being and a friend. And so much of my growing up was done with him in his, with his family. Yeah. So that's where the love stops though. No part of me. Are you fucking kidding? I, yeah. 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 No, it's nice. Like I fucking, like I said, I, when we went to Jamaica recently, I, I went over to their house and brought, his mom a bottle of rum and hung out with her and stuff you know she helped raise me for like six years growing up funny story really quick so when naya i stevie was like eight months old and i was very close with tyrone's aunt helen who has since passed away and they were aunt helen was at his mom's house Mm -hmm. um tyrone was at work but his wife came over and she was pregnant and then tyrone's mom and um, a few other people were there, and Tyrone's mom had made us all dinner. So it was me, and I had Nia and Stevie with me. Mm-hmm. And we all go to sit down and eat, and Nia's like two, two and a half years old. So everybody's sitting around this long table, right? Mm-hmm. Food's on the table, getting ready to eat. We get ready to say prayer and shit. Nia stands her little ass up on the chair, 
takes her arms and does these big circular motions. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I'm in front of my ex's fucking mama. Family. With my new kids, his new wife and shit. So Nia stands up, her little skinny two-year-old self. She does these big circles with her arms and goes, okay, listen up, everybody. Better eat all your dinner or mommy will beat your ass. And I fucking <laughs> died. Dirty ass mouth. <gasps> You snitch, motherfucking bitch. You got me looking like the worst mom. If they know you, they know your mouth. Yes, they so. totally, you know, they laughed and were like, okay, Crystal, okay. <laughs> we don't want our ass whooped. So we're we're going to eat, eat our food. <laughs> but I was like, oh, my God, you're so embarrassing, Nia. That's Lani. hilarious. Fuck. Hilarious. I love when little kids But, yeah, cuss. I think if neither one wants to fuck the other one still, you can be friends. Yeah. If there's still one that has feelings, it's not going to work. Yeah. You can't. And I didn't want to sound crazy by saying my exes always still want to fuck, but they do. It's they like, do. it's reality. And so I don't really be having the option to stay friends with uh, my exes. It's because usually because you're usually the one that does the breaking up. Yeah. Is the it's one still that, sought after. Yes. In a way, whether it be just physical or whatever. Yes. Yeah. I, I agree. That's probably what it is. Yeah. Because I'm always the one to break up with people. I've only been dumped once in my fucking life. <laughs> and that was hard. That was because of my mental illness. I, like, ran him into the dirt. Oh, yeah. I just mouthed to her who it was. I didn't want to say his name because yeah. you don't get no fucking shine. And you, you don't get my nothing, heart. motherfucker. <laughs> he turned into a wiener anyways, dude. Yeah, he's a dork. But, yeah, yeah, I remember how heartbroken you were. Yeah, because I was shocked. Like, how dare you? I thought we loved each other. Yeah. But, anyway, um, another listener question. How do you stay motivated slash inspired? Cigarettes. Um, I've been struggling with being motivated lately and it's been affecting my money and shit. Um, I need to get better at that. And I'm starting to think it's a side effect of the Prozac. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. And I think that was initially why I had, uh, we introduced the Wellbutrin to take with it was Mm -hmm. because it was able to get me out of bed and shit. And Mm -hmm. I kind of forgot what I felt like to where I needed the Wellbutrin. And now I'm feeling that again because my motivation has been so fucking low. Like I have to have pep talks with myself and like be like, go get the money. Like, you know what I mean? You're going to be happy after. Just go because yeah. I really don't want to. There has been a few situations where I want to and I'm genuinely having fun with the client or whatever. Like it's a session I like to yeah. do. But if it's not one of those, it's just it's been really fucking hard. My thought on that, because I go to the gym a lot. Fuck motivation is about discipline. Well, you need motivation to have discipline kick in. No, because think about everybody that gets up and does what they need to do. Mm -hmm. And that's discipline. Discipline will always push you forward in life and progress your life more than motivation. I'm a procrastinator. I am too. Big time with everything. Well, you are. It is. It's because I'm a rebel for sure. I definitely have a rebellious streak. Yeah. I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of um, schedules. Yeah, and that shows by how I'm always late to shit, and it's super frustrating. And, it, and it's not that I don't care about other people's time because it's just not. It's just that I don't, I don't know. I just I fucking am a procrastinator. Sometimes other people get in my way, and then I'll take a few extra minutes for myself, and then it just throws me all the way behind. And then I'm just like, fuck it, I'm just gonna move at this pace. Yeah. But I know for sure I'm not a huge fan of of schedules and shit. So it's hard for me to stay motivated sometimes. I was really good about it. And um, I think the only thing that I am motivated for most of the time and, like, make sure I'm on time to and shit is fucking this podcast. 
yeah. is the only thing that I bust my ass to yeah. make sure I, I – because I love this, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Also – And it, stuff for the kids, too. And stuff for the you kids. You show up for that always. You, right. It, and somebody else is being generous with – And Well, no, I guess because, like, your dad's appointments and Carolyn's appointments – you take care of a lot of people. I do. And, you know, you don't you don't miss their um, – you're on – you no, know, you I show don't. up for their appointment. I don't know if you're on time, but I, think I, I know I, you I show up. I have to. I know that I have to do those things. Yeah. So when it comes to, like, leisure activities – If I have a choice in the matter – I'm it's showing gonna, up I'm going to struggle with it. For sure. Yeah, that's, that's my you're thing. You're absolutely right. If there's a choice – I'm gonna fucking drag my heels yeah. till the last. And it's minute. hard. It's really hard. Um, I used, I used to be way better about it, and um, I think I might have to reintroduce the Wellbutrin because it's been more so a problem lately that I'm yeah. back on the Prozac, and I, I've been feeling it. Yeah. Um, inspiration though, I draw inspiration from everywhere, from everything Mine's I see. Usually from my from, vagina. Oh, bitch, stupid <laughs> fucking bitch. <laughs> Anyways, back to my serious response. I pull inspiration from everywhere. Anything in real life, day-to-day life, looking out the window, fucking music. I'm constantly listening to music. Instagram, believe it or not, I follow so many, like, bizarre fucking pages that I get inspired from. I, I pull inspiration in the in unlikely places. Yeah. Where, like, I think some people wouldn't be inspired. I, like it's hard to explain just like regular scenarios you know what i mean like i get inspired by a lot of shade it just comes to me i really unexpected i really admire the the regular mundane parts of life transparent people Mm -hmm. um transparency is a big thing for me i really admire that i love that yeah a lot a lot yeah so i look up to people that are like have similar interests or um that possess traits i see in myself that i might want to strengthen or whatever whether it's like dominant women or you know what i mean i i feel really inspired by i love women that um or people in general that have overcome hardships Mm -hmm. and are very humble not ones who are like yeah i'm on top now blah 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 oh yeah humble is a big thing humble is so beautiful yeah because when you're cocky i'm turned off and i don't even care about your story your journey nothing because it's like you ended up gross Right. I don't give a fuck that yeah. you have no legs and you've fought in four wars. You're a fucking dick yeah. by your attitude. Mm-hmm. So it ruins it. I love humble, real-life yeah. shit. I definitely do. Someone else asked, what was the first tattoo for both of us? I'll go first. Good night, guys. <laughs> Good night. I'm going to go now. See you later. My first tattoo, I still have it. It's still dark as ever. It's an M I remember. for Maria. And it's on my ring finger. It's on the side of my finger. And it was a stick and poke that I did when I was 11 years old. That is the sixth grade. So now Bunny has all these plans. And she keeps telling me, you got a tattoo when you were 11. So I'm getting one next year. When I turn <laughs> 11, I'm getting one. And I've honestly mm. considered it. I've considered placement and, like, what I would allow. She tried to tell me she was getting one on her face, and I was like, absolutely Ugh. fucking not. <laughs> you can I'm cancel making, that right now. I'm making the girls wait till they're 18 to get a tattoo because I fucking regret yeah. every tattoo yeah. I have with the exception well, of, like, Well, that's why I'm three. saying I'll give you a really small list of what I would consider acceptable as far right. as placement, size, and, like, what 
it would be. You know what I mean? And then hopefully, like, no one's going to turn me into CPS. I was just going to say, you're fucking taking a risk. You know, people love to call the cops. I know. But, I mean, I don't know what the laws are with consent. Could I take her to a shop with consent? No. No, piercing at a certain age, you can. Like, next year, I'm Naya wants her nose pierced. I'm going to let her get it pierced. Yeah, but I'm going to let – I was going to let Bunny get her nose pierced last year yeah, when that, she was nine. That type of shit's not a big um, deal to me. You take it out, it closes up. Right. I don't care about dying hair. Hair grows back. You can cut it off. Not a yeah. big deal. Um, tattoo, um, I mean, unless you know someone in your house, you can't go to a shop and, and say, I give consent. Maybe I'll do it. We'll see. No, she's not. She's not doing it. I'm not kidding. I'm not. I'm, you know, hey, who am I? You know what I mean? I even felt funny telling her, like, no, you're not getting a fucking face tattoo when I have, like, five. Well, it's because she's 11. She she has to go through a little more of life to fucking earn it. But I am, I'll probably allow something really And your line of work allows you to have those. Right. What if? No, I'm not talking about I'll allow the face tattoo. I'm talking about um, something small somewhere else. Tiny. You guys want to hear a funny story? First, tell your first tattoo. I don't want to talk about this stuff, you guys. Do it. I, I'm just answer the fucking question. I'm not question. a very transparent person. Bitch, you're a lie. I, I don't. I like we to know keep what your everything da- We know secret. what your husband's dick looks like. We know what your fucking. <laughs> I got in the typical tramp stamp area the, the ex boyfriend I was just speaking about. His initials and birthday. That was my very first tattoo. My second tattoo. I, and you know what's crazy is I've been in your life all this time and I never realized that yeah, was your I first tattoo. Yeah, I never really showed it off or That's anything. That's crazy. I didn't know. And then I got a really bad cover up over it and it's um, a see-through Budweiser crown. It, it wasn't supposed to be a Budweiser crown. It just, the dude it did just it. It kind of happened that way. Yeah, and it, now I need to get a cover up on the cover up of the cover up. It's pretty <sighs> bad. My second tattoo was a fucking pl- the typical white trash 18-year-old <laughs> whore tattoo, a Playboy bunny on my lower right stomach that's now a jackrabbit because it has a stretch mark going through it from pregnancy. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> I think my first 10 tattoos, they all need covered up. Like I said, I have like three that are cool. But now to my funny story. Because those aren't funny. My first professional tattoo was a dragon on I, my stomach. That's the size of my hand. I was with you. Yes, on my stomach when I was 15 years old. I was with you. And I used my sister's friend's Peruvian passport who <laughs> didn't even fucking look like me. At all. And if you have ever been to Ricky's in Alameda, that's where I went. And he don't oh, give so a fuck. So I, I wasn't with you for that. I you was were with me with for Doug and shit. Or, oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, for JoJo. I was getting tattooed at a very young yeah. age. Doug didn't never gave a fuck either, bitch. No. Or he, Dominic. He, he would try and hold shop. you. Yeah, he was and, super pervert. And look at your pubes and shit. Yeah, but my first professional one, it's the size of my hand, and it's on my stomach. It's a dragon. It's still in good shape, actually, for being that fucking old. We're yeah. not going to say how old, but it's pregnancies pretty fucking. Yeah, multiple pregnancies and shit. It's still held up. So, Let me tell you guys about this story. So, Miss fucking sex worker pro ho over here. Me? Fuck it. Yes. What? What is the story? Fucking hardcore. We all know what she does for a living. It's so funny how this is how her life went. When we were like 14 and 15, we went oh through this God. phase where I we thought it was really cool to go to the city and drive down. There used to be a whole stroll where... Yes. A track where, where sex workers walked. Mm-hmm. And we used to like to drive through and yell fucked up shit out the window and make fun of them, right? Yes. And scream out the window at them. 
<laughs> it was like our favorite pastime. It, we'd be like, oh, we're if bored. We had let's friends, go to the city and make fun of fucking Let's hoes. go to the track. That was like literally what was said out loud. Let's go to the host row. Maria probably secretly wanted envied to. Because she, Yeah. I secretly But she envied. had to pretend that she wanted to make fun of I was fascinated with the lifestyle, honestly. For I sure. was super always fascinated with what my dad had hoes. For sure. Um, when I found out your cousin was a dominatrix, I was super. Yeah, um, you were. I was always fascinated with it. You yes. know what I mean? So when I found out where the stroll was uh, and we had friends with cars, oh, bitch, we're going. We ain't got nothing to do. Bitch, I'll get a few dollars from my grandma for, right. for gas yes. and for Jack in the Box or something. And we're fucking going. And we would drive out there with multiple different friends and hit the window and I would be screaming out the window at them. Fuck shit. you, bitch. Stupid bitch. Crackhead Ask her Barbie. what fucking happened. I was calling one of them a crackhead Barbie because <laughs> she was talking back to me. <laughs> and how dare me not just let these women work in peace? How they probably dare back us. then, that was in the 90s. Back then, they probably had pimps because that We're was lucky frowned we didn't upon. Get fucking beat. Shot. It was frowned upon to be in the game back then and not be working for nobody and have no man watching your back. So I guarantee all these women had pimps. They were just trying to work and fucking live their life and mind their and own fucking their business. And here come these little loudmouth bitches. Teenagers who know nothing car, about life. Know nothing about it. Pulling up, harassing these women, following them for blocks. Driving around multiple times. So this was our pastime. This one got familiar with me. Because we would go out literally every weekend. <laughs> she remembered me. And she, she started was like, talking the shit to me. One. And, you know, I would get in fights and shit back then. Like, yeah. I wasn't tripping. I was like, I'll fucking bounce out right now. Yeah. So the bitch started mouthing off to me and cussed me out or whatever and called me a name or something. I bounced out. I was like, I'm going to beat her ass. Probably trying to show off. I go run up on this bitch. <laughs> I called her crackhead Barbie. I still remember what she fucking looked like. I ran up on this bitch, and I thought we were about to fight, and she surprised my ass and maced me. Bitch, hard. She core maced me maester. in my throat, <laughs> my chest. It didn't get my actual face, but it got my throat and my chest. And let me fucking tell you, Dead. that shit felt like my skin was melting off my body. Dude. I was clawing at my chest. I could not get the feeling to stop we went to somebody's house that was a friend of a friend that we were in the car with they were like putting milk and like all kinds of these little wet remedies they heard of shit. wet towels wet uh, paper towels ice hella shit trying to get it i wanted to go to the emergency room i remember it would not stop fucking burning me and it's just funny because it's like bitch that's what the fuck you get you little mouthy stupid bitch that's what you get she sprayed my ass down and i don't think i ever went back after that or i, no, I probably that would, I no that was the end that was, was the end of our fucking our ho fuck charade <laughs> our hoe parade our fucking ho get down that was oh, the harassment end. was we over fucking learned our lesson we was like we don't want to end up like maria blind right she was what if blind. she would have hit me in the eyes or the mouth she got me right in my throat right here and all over my titties bitch i fucking remember and after that we we stopped we were like we're, we're gonna leave them women alone because they don't fuck around yeah that was fucked up. And then look what she fucking and now, grows up to do. And now what I grow up and be. I'm not a streetwalker, right. but they are some of the most dedicated, hardworking women. It takes a different kind of beast. And the the amount of respect that I and have. And tenacity and shit. Oh, my God. And just smarts. Just overall yeah. smarts and guts. Like, the amount of respect that I now have for women that work the street, you would never know. You would never even never. know that back in the day, I was fucking you fascinated. You need a drug by your... <laughs> 
we all need a drug by our hair down the fucking host fucking stroke. <laughs> That's for what sure. should have happened. Yeah, but getting sprayed was good enough. So don't ever do that. Don't because they're gonna fuck you up. <laughs> they're trained. They dealt with to way go. worse than your right. mouthy teenage ass. Trained to go and they will fuck you up. Yes. <laughs> She wasn't wasting no time. She was like, I'm not breaking a nail fucking with this bitch. fighting you little girl, bitch. I got money to make, bitch. I'm about to spray your ass up and catch a date. And she sprayed and walked away (laughs) too. Like, fucking And switched off. Like, bitch, enjoy that pepper spray (laughs) while your skin is melting off. (gasps) Yeah. So don't fucking ever do Um, that, you guys. That leads me to one more listener question that needs to be addressed. Um, a listener messaged me uh-huh. and she said that she has a best friend that is her roommate. This has been her, uh. her best friend for over 10 years. Um, they share a place and this woman, her, her roommate has sugar daddies and tricks that she's seeing at the house. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And I guess she's brought it up to her before and she wasn't supposed to do it anymore and she's back doing it. And she was like, can you please talk about it and, you know, what you think? Because, like, I don't want to try to kick her out or no shit because I can't Dude. afford the place on my own. I do need her to, like, help me pay for it and live with me. But I feel like it's not safe. It's it is not. absolutely not safe. Okay? It's Fuck not. no. And I'm going to give you examples of why um people <sighs> tricks can be spiteful and they can fucking get mad over the littlest shit and they can if i don't know what type of place you live in but they could tell your leasing office that you're a sex worker get you put out they could show up on some weird shit try to catch you off guard try to catch you walking in or out the house it's just not a good what fucking they idea stalker or obsessive exactly there's all of that shit they get jealous there's a lot of um you know, uh, establishing roles. Sometimes right. clients, you know, you make them feel more important than they really are, perhaps. Right. Um, you just, it's not a good idea. And I have some that know, like, where I live, the community that I live in, but they don't specifically know where I live. And the only reason they know what community I live in is because I've been seeing them for almost 10 years and, like, I know where they live and they know I will show up and do the motherfucking fool for their neighbors. But they and don't everyone. know what. Right, but they don't know. Yeah, exactly. They they still don't know specifically, and they've never been inside. It's not a good idea. It's a super dangerous thing to play games with. I know people that have been assaulted, who have been fucking beat up, who have been um, walking into their place and had somebody step out. Is she just feeling reckless? Like what the fuck? Yeah, I don't do that. It's honestly um, okay. It could be for convenience because I do know when I was sharing a place with my cousin. Mm-hmm. There was a point in time where we weren't paying no rent and we were getting over on the landlord and we just stopped paying fucking rent, just being hella irresponsible. I actually had two apartments at the time. I had another nice ass <laughs> luxury par- apartment in Vallejo and I still had my shit in San Pablo. So the San Pablo apartment, we just started fucking off and we stopped paying rent for like seven months and we knew we were about to move out. Um, I don't know what we were waiting on or what, but for some reason we knew it was coming soon that we were about to move out. So we actually did start seeing clients in that apartment. Now we found out later the uh, landlord figured it out. He got hip to what we were doing. He threatened me. He told me he had footage of us having, you know, people in and out traffic in and out the house like that. Mm -hmm. And um, it just turned into a huge problem from that. I got scared, but nothing came about. We we moved and whatever. It was fine. But you guys started doing that because you had somewhere else to live and you were moving. We were about to move out. That's the only reason we did it. We knew we were about to leave. But 
And so I could see it being convenient. You don't want to leave. You don't want to go get a room. You don't want to go to there. You know what I mean? Like if you're on some lazy shit, it could be convenient if you're on some lazy shit. If you're on some lazy and fucking don't care. If you're lazy anyway, you're you're putting yourself at risk. You're doing risky shit when you're lazy. So don't work if you're feeling lazy. Like you cannot put yourself or your home or your roommate in that kind of position. That shit is dangerous. That's really selfish. It's one thing if you want to live by yourself and be lazy and take those kind of risks in your life. Yeah. But you're endangering somebody who has somebody that already expressed to you they're not comfortable with the shit. Right. Yeah. No, that's super disrespectful and you need to knock it off. Knock it off. I got a message today. Lastly, sorry. From um, a listener. Um, her name is Dallas1259. Well, it's underscore Dallas, and like the second A is an X1259. And um, she hit me up, and she was just like, she was just saying that she loved the podcast and stuff and I responded to her and then she was really happy and she was saying that her wife had recently passed away and her wife's name was um, on Instagram Admiral underscore Puffington and um, I don't know how she passed or anything rest in peace to her but she was saying that she was a really long time devoted listener and that she loved the podcast and um she had been listening forever and that's who actually turned her on to the podcast in the first place and that she had a picture of me as her background and shit and it was just like I was like oh my god that is so crazy like you know, I sent hella hearts and kiss faces and shit. And it's like, you don't really know what to say. It's like, you don't. it's so touching to know that like. You impacted somebody's life. Like yeah. That. Hell yeah. So it's like, shout out to you guys. Um, rest in peace rest to your wife. Peace. And um, I just. So sorry. Yeah. That just, it, it touched me. And I told her and it was, I was just like, you won't believe it. Like what I got it, a message yeah, it today. Really touched me. Yeah. So um, stories like that are nice to hear sometimes because it still blows my mind that people want to listen to our opinions and hear us talk. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, But um, it was nice, nice to hear that. Yeah. Um, if you guys get a chance, can please? Uh, we sound like begging assholes. <laughs> you but should can see you her just face. Fucking, please. <laughs> you should see her face. She's like, <sighs> come on, please. Come on, guys. Subscribe. Come on. Subscribe, you guys. Go to Rate iTunes. and review, please. Just go to iTunes. Literally, it takes two seconds and just write, the hoes are great. You yeah. know? Just do it. Just Whatever. say, just leave a quick little review. I don't care if you put an eggplant emoji and a thumbs up. No, don't really do that. I mean, don't. Just, don't. just leave a quick review and just rate us real quick, five stars, and it takes two minutes, and subscribe to our channel because um, without having to, like, donate money or whatever, it helps us with our placement on the um, on the podcast uh, placement, on the listings. It does. So, and yeah, help us. That that could be your little way to help little old us. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to give back. Robin oh yeah, oh I love every Anyways. fucking one of you. And I need to say, I have to credit my sister-in-law, my brother Will's wife. She's the one who fucking ruined my life with love so potion. So fuck her too. What do you mean she, you got to credit her? I have to credit. I have to throw <laughs> so her she's under to the blame. bus. Lisette is to blame. We're not congratulating her. 
You guys are assholes. Knock it the fuck off. And all You're gonna of you get that have went out and ate it, everybody has fucking loved it. They've all messaged me like it's so good. Ten Bitch, out of ten. I keep seeing the photos. I love and I'm all like, of you. Shut keep sending up. me the love potion pictures. Grow up. Like who? Maybe loves if ice you cream? really want to get on my good side, put your ice cream by your cat and send it to me. Oh my Even god. Better, Feed guys. your cat. Feed ice your cream. fucking. Send me videos of you letting your cat eat the ice cream too. No, don't because then she'll I'll never let it go. Forever. She'll send it to my phone. She'll I will. Never let I'll it go. make her watch it. Just do it, you guys. If you love me, do it. Thank Just you. Knock it off. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Suck it easy. Go to bed. Shut up. <laughs>